Saucy Jack, is that one of his official nicknames? Yeah, Saucy Jack. Uh, oh dear. Sorry, listener. It's all gone Pete Tong. No, it's okay. I'm just showing our levels of professionalism here. As a, we don't have anything to actually hold up the camera. We're just leaning it against things. Yeah. And it's you're supposed to be able to see the logo, but I can't get the angle right. So you're just gonna have to, fucking. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> suck, it up, suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> so, should we explain the uh, what we usually do around these parts? Yeah, well, we'll start with some weird news. It's some random stuff we found on the net this week. And then we'll get to the main... <laughs> the phone fell over. And then we'll get yeah. to the main, main cut and thrust of today's topic. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. weird news from around the world so what's in the news this week producer Mike <laughs> what we got this is related to your real life of MCAS oh no <laughs> <laughs> blow up sex doll found abandoned on Sheffield roadside can we please clarify for the listener the reason that relates to me is not because I fucked any blow up dolls <laughs> and chucked them away and thrown them away I innocently found a bag of discarded dildos at the side of the road recently. As you do. As you do. I'm always caught up on a bag of dicks. <laughs> but it was a first for me. Blow-up wow. dolls are for life, not just for Valentine's Day. <laughs> uh, litter pickers in Sheffield often discover unusual items, but this one surely takes the biscuit. They weren't playing the biscuit game as well, were they? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they inflated the doll. <laughs> Afterwards, who can say? The bulb six dollars found some looking somewhat deflated on a patch of grass at the corner of Holland Road and Asline Street in Lowfield, closer to the Umic Centre football pitches. That's in Sheffield. Ah, oh, that's a useless one if you could see the picture, listener. And they photoshopped the face onto that. It's a it's a blow up doll, but when I picture in my head a blow up doll, I'm they are mouth agape. Yes, that's the, what I'm thinking. That's the entire point of one. Yeah. Somewhat in shock and awe. Yeah, like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> or they're, you know, a backing singer who goes, ooh, a lot. <laughs> I'm for the shock and awe. <laughs> but this one, clearly mouth closed, so maybe it's a cut price. That face looks photoshopped. Uh, I think it's, no, it's attached to the doll. Yeah. But I mean, I've seen worse. I'm so, what, looks but, quite lifelike. The face. <laughs> Not the rest Quite, of it. <laughs> it looks like a discarded inner tube with a head. <laughs> uh, what well, else have you got? Scroll down. Let's anyway, see. Yeah. Is, it just, is it meant to look like somebody in specific? Can I, or? can I just say, if this is a news story, yeah. then can I... Is me finding a bag of dildos at the side yeah, of the road yeah. a news story? Well, I need to send that after. Exactly, yeah. 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 So the, summer, the Daily Star will definitely have it. Yeah. 
the sport. Sport. The front page, front page on the sport. Yeah. Yeah. Headline news. Headline I love news. this. Breaking is so news. British. Can you see the blue fish and chip forks <laughs> in the background? <laughs> Somebody went there, had a bag of fish and chips, fucked a blow up doll, and left it, it with their Super King cigarette, and left it there. And then ate a meal off it. Well, looks <laughs> chips. Um, uh, Johnny Tyson, who is a member of the recently formed Mearsbrook Litter Picking Group, stumbled across the bizarre object while passing on his way to work on Monday. The 49-year-old cabinet maker who lives in Mearsbrook shared this photo on the Sheffield Litter Pickers Facebook page along with the message, Behold, the weird things that Sheffield folk casually discard on the roadside. It's a bit shamey, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I bet this made his day. I reckon it was him and he's just covered himself. <laughs> it made my day when I found the dildo. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I reckon it was him. He dumped it there, and this is his way of distancing uh, himself. That's how he covers covering his own tracks. You see, because he needed to get rid. Of, he couldn't put it in his bin at home in nope. case the missus looked in that's there. It. I mean, how bad's his missus if he's fucking blow up dolls? I'm not going to pass judgment. She could have been in an accident. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> the father of one said he understandably didn't stop to investigate more closely, so doesn't know or not whether the doll had been used. Well, that's not something What's I want to find out. Expect- why is he regretting that? What was he going to do? Like, find the no, no, point? He understandably, he didn't stop. Oh, well, that's all right then, because you're not going to find the point of entry and taste it for salt. <laughs> Dip, stick your finger in it. Caucasian male. Ah, the old 70s co- cocaine trick. <laughs> Mid-twenties. <laughs> Slight urinary infection. <laughs> Come whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've met my ex. That's a joke. <laughs> oh, he said, um, at first I only saw the face and thought someone was lying on the grass, but then I realised what it was. Uh, it made me laugh, but I decided not to pick it up or investigate any further. Very true, Mr. Yeah, whatever your name is. Liar. Leave it to the professionals. You liar. I bet he's got it at home now, hasn't he? I bet after he took that picture, he fucking... Yeah. Well, I don't, I'm just casting aspersions on the guy, but I mean, he's a little picker, he's got to be a bit, you know. What? Community support? So, so you community know, they're tied. They're, see, they're so active in the community, they're so, they've got to put up this big front of like, oh, I'm such a helper. Mate. Oh, I'm respectable, but secretly yeah, he's got a sex dungeon. Secretly, he fucking probably put his cock in that blow-up doll's ear. Who can say? Uh, maybe. I don't know. He makes cabinets. Come on. Yeah. But for more... Cabinet maker. <laughs> Where's the bodies? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do want to join a letter-picking group in Sheffield, then you can find them on Facebook. Oh. I wouldn't go to Sheffield. No. Not shit all. Not, not, not after watching threads, I wouldn't. No. <laughs> Although, I am. I think it was a Sheffield United player who at the weekend pulled, scored a penalty and then pulled Mr Socko rather wonderfully from his... Have you seen it? I've, I haven't seen the headline. It was yeah. his, he literally pulled a Mr. Sacco with the face on yeah. from his crotch, put it on his hand, turned round, his mate turned up and he did the mandible claw. Oh, well. And uh, Mick Foley's seen it and retweeted it and all that. And, uh, yeah, everyone's happy. Oh, there's a Royal Rumble tonight. That's where It is, yeah. Ooh. Royal Rumble. Yeah. What's Mr. Sacco? <laughs> oh. oh, do you remember um, Mankind, Mick Foley, Cactus Jack? No. Ah, well, basically, he used to have this his finishing move, or one of his finishing moves was uh, he would produce a sock from the front of his trousers, 
It's been there all the time. Been there all been oh. Oh. And he's not a small guy, he's a chubby bloke. Yeah, he's a sweaty man. He's a sweaty man. <laughs> and um, puts on his hand and he's got a little face. Mr. And it's Mr. Socko. And you will then <laughs> shove that into your mouth, like these fingers into your mouth. <laughs> And sort of squeeze your jaw, yeah. and that's meant to make you tap out, well, gagging on the sweaty sock oh, and your jaw being crushed. The way the mandible claw works in um, kayfabe terms, in like wrestling term, is it is pressing a nerve in your mouth under yeah. your tongue that is like paralysing and will cause instant unbearable pain. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Ross explained it once. Not that you've got a sweaty sock in your mouth. Well, that just adds to it. Yeah. Oh, you know I mean? That's just insult to injury, isn't it, really? Yeah. But Mr. you always have Mr. Socko. To be fair to Mick Foley, how he's actually right. still alive, walking and right. talking is beyond me. He right. took a lot of injuries. Yeah, he should be dead. He should be dead. I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't no. want him to be. St. Mick, he's ace. But uh, he's lost a lot of weight, so he's probably going to live a bit longer than he was going yeah. to. I mean, he literally took a dive off the top of the steel cage through a table. <laughs> yeah, he was ace. So... Blow up doll, is it news? Well, apparently so, it's in a paper. It, do you know what? We're making up all these crude stories in our head. The likeliest thing is it was a stag do, wasn't it, or something I'm along those lines? Yeah. Or a hen pie. Yeah, one of them, and someone's just. Yeah. For the football it, so. pitch, footballers. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Practical joke. Yeah. Or somebody was out there in the middle of the pitch, in the middle of the night, literally going fucking rago on a, on a blow up doll. But hey ho. Yeah. Next news story! <laughs> Never say we don't bring you the finest of new stories. <laughs> well, it makes a change from Brexit, 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 which is all the fucking news has been for about six months here. Brexit, 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 Prince Philip crashed his car. Listen out for our Brexit episode. Brexit, Brexit, Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we cover it in, first of all, we don't do it in BBC accents. I can start if you like. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the camera thinks of your <laughs> BBC accent. It literally just committed suicide. I you started. Oh, we lost a viewer. <laughs> Don't think I'm cutting with these fucking clones. <laughs> Look, you're here for comedy and entertainment and conspiracy. You're not here for professionalism. If you are. <laughs> Fucking brace yourself. Glenn's <laughs> <laughs> drinking gin. I'm not drinking gin, I've got some comfort. The gin is the show mascot because it's Jack the Ripper this week and the Victorians loved a bit of gin. Oh, I bet their gin was better quality than that fucking co-op gin. <laughs> I don't know, I think the co-op gin at least um, at least conforms to health and modern day health and safety standards, unlike the Victorian gin, which was putting a fucking all sorts floating in it, to be fair. Oh, Jesus, my camera work. You carry on, boys, ignore to me. To be honest, I'd rather drink dog's piss. <laughs> well, just like this woman. Just like this woman from Essex Live. And she says that her, her dog's urine helped cure her acne. What? Yeah, and she also claims that it can cure cancer. Oh, dear God. Yeah. No, no yeah. please. If I was you, darling, I'd stick to the cancer drugs. Don't drink the dog piss. I don't think she's got cancer. I just think oh. that um, she's claiming it can help. Oh, God. Oh no, she's. <laughs> Some people will try any type of prenatal lotion to clear their skin, but would you go as far as drinking a dog's urine? The majority of us would say no. But that is exactly what <laughs> blogger Lynn Lou from America has been doing. She claims that drinking dog urine has helped to clear her acne and given her a glow. Yes, a warm glow of dog piss, oh, love. Man. That is manky. In a video posted online, Lynn explained her theory and how it has worked for her. She said. Many of you have asked me how I always look so good, and my makeup always looks so perfect, 
Oh, I always have this natural glow and stink of dog piss. <laughs> 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 I've had it that bit. Imagine kissing her after. Oh. oh! She then collects a cup of, full of urine from her dog and drinks it. So I don't know if the dog is pissing on command or not. Mm. If it's a male dog, she's only going to take it to a tree and it'll probably have a go. But after finishing the unique drink, she continued... Until I first drank my dog's pee, I was depressed, I was sad, and I had bad acne. As reported by Cambridge Alive, she then offered some questionable facts about dog urine and its properties. Dog pee also has vitamin A in it, vitamin E in it, and has 10 grams of calcium, and it's also proven to help cure cancer. No, it isn't. While urotherapy usually practiced in ancient China, Rome, Greece, and Egypt, it's not a practice which health experts today endorse. How does she know? Has she got chemistry equipment at home where she's <laughs> tested this dog's urine and, and seen scientifically how much calcium is in it, or is she just reading this off like blogs and things online? And Probably blogs online. Because it's a very bold claim to make, isn't it? And is any two dogs, doesn't it depend on the breed? I mean, surely a chihuahua's piss is different. <laughs> Than a fucking bulldog's piss. Depends on the diet, doesn't it? Or one of them giant... What's them giant dogs? Big Dane. Yeah, even bigger than that. Irish wolfhound. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, their piss is going to be different than a chihuahua piss, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe she's a connoisseur of piss. Maybe you have (laughs) chihuahua piss for your face skin and bulldog (laughs) piss for your underarm skin. (laughs) I well, don't know. I just she goes around in the parks, just sort of like with cups, and then he dodges, just, t- just tasting. <laughs> <laughs> Schnauzer. <laughs> Can we scroll down just ever so slightly? I hate to be all judgy, but... I mean, she doesn't... She looks okay. I mean, she's got clear skin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, maybe... I'm just playing devil's advocate. She says it gives her clear skin. She's drinking dog piss. And she's got clean, clear skin. Yeah, but she could have, could be anything because she's allowed to. She grew up. It a bit. could be the dog piss. It, she could have just grown up yeah. and stopped being so acne-ridden. You've got a dog. Acne's yeah. caused by hormones, isn't it? Yeah. And greasy skin. You're a science officer. <laughs> and, and greasy skin. I used to have bad acne as a teenager, but it just cleared up. Well, it just cleared up on its own as I got older. The dog looks ashamed. Look at that dog. Looks ashamed. Yeah, you won't look at the camera. You won't look at the camera. But Ben, you have a dog. You yeah. can try. Well, you don't have bad skin, but no. maybe there's other health benefits you could... But what I was thinking of doing yeah. was actually pissing in a cup and sending it to her, telling her that my dog has the best piss in Britain. Right. And then make her drink my piss for a laugh. Why has your dog got the best piss I'm just going to claim it has. Oh, that's very you. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, well... Well, we can't prove it wrong, can we? Well, Mr. Um, Zaki Aloha, who is a consultant urinologist at BMI Primary Hospital in Birmingham, told Marie Claire, it's a bizarre concept. The, fil- the kidneys filter the blood and any excess fluids and salts and minerals are expelled. So she's not actually getting anything, really, because the kidneys are taking anything good. That's it. Urine is waste, isn't it? It's yeah. What the body doesn't need. The point of urination is to rid the body of excess. Why would you want to reabsorb that, he asks. The only time it's medically recommended to ingest urine is if you're stranded without food or water for many days. Or if well, that's always nice to know. Or if you like that sort of thing. Or if you like that sort of thing. <laughs> if you're Bear rules. Yeah. Or a president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. 
loves piss. Um, <laughs> I love piss. Well, I think she's got mental health issues that that go far beyond my counselling capabilities, so I wouldn't be able to help her. I personally think anybody who sees the dog pissing and thinks, I'll bet that. If I drink that, it might clear up my skin. She's either misguided, misinformed, mentally unwell, or. Attention seeking? Attention seeking, possibly. Um, Just nasty. <laughs> Bit of a skanky hoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One so, might argue. Well, and putting it on the fucking national news, that's not going to help you in the dating department, is it? No. Fucking hell. Your mouth tastes like the bottom of a lamppost. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, what's next? Yay! Woman, 27, makes living cleaning clumps of dried semen known as beans from horse penises. Well, wow. that's a job, isn't it? Yeah. This has all been very bodily fluid related this week. <laughs> it has. It's just the way it works out sometimes. <laughs> You know, sometimes there's a lot of weird sex articles about floating around on the net. Yes, <laughs> you just <laughs> happen to find them. <laughs> Some research gas. <laughs> no, it's called algorithms on your phone, Ben. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was researching it. Now we've just got loads of piss stories. <laughs> no one can claim to accidentally find anything on the internet anymore. It's I, all tooled to your use. Well, I follow certain pages that have stories like this on from around the country. Look, you'd have to justify your internet <laughs> searching to me and the live audience. <laughs> I swear. So anyway, back to this story. Why do you have to... Actually, this is one of mine because I didn't find it. Oh, but, but why do you need to um, harvest horse beans pieces? of dry horse? Are you going for a transplant? I don't want one. I just like them. <laughs> I think you're skipping over the severity of this headline. Yeah, she cleans clumps of dried semen from horse penises. The sheath queen. Beans of dried horse spunk from horse penises. Well, horses are going to be clean too. What's the... When you, what? Working in a Walmart or an Asda isn't that bad, is it? <laughs> Doesn't she ever think while she's scraping the giant phallus well, free of its dried spunk beans? I, I could just be... Moving a pallet in a warehouse. <laughs> depends on what you just paid for it, though, mate. Well, actually, yeah, depending on that, I'd clean the fucking car. <laughs> um, she's known as the Sheath Queen. <laughs> <laughs> and her, her name is uh, Mercedes Hoblin from Essex. She's her third year in the care industry when she decides to make a dramatic career change. Oh, God. The 27-year-old mom from Borham in Essex extracts beans or build-ups of smegma from the tip of horses' penises for 25 quid a horse? That's not enough it's not money. Easy. I don't know. Eight horses, 200 quid a day. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Eight horses. It's nothing, is it? Imagine it. Think about it. Having to actually hold the giant fucking cock that's half the length of your body and use some sort of special tool, I'm, I imagine, to I'm, gently scrape. I mean... Does she have to go in? Well, if it's smegma, I imagine go... it's built up... I don't want to... On the outside, I think. Yeah. Either way, it's not going to be pleasant. Twenty-five. I would expect a lot more than twenty-five pound per animal. I expect twenty-five pound per minute per spunk bead. <laughs> Does it tell us what these things are used for? 
No, they're not used for anything. It's basically it's to do with hygiene for the oh. horse, effectively. Fuck, I thought they were harvesting them for some weird reason, like, you know, like whale vomit is in perfume. I was thinking maybe horse, dried horse spunk is in... Maybe that's what's on your Frosties. <laughs> well, my friend said that it's a niche in the market and that I should do it full-time, so I started a Facebook page and it's now a full-time job. And Are those the bees? Yeah. yeah. The... <laughs> There's a picture to show the size. They're bigger than a 50 pence piece. That's a lot of cum. I don't cum that much in a month. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it brown and hairy? It's been there for a while, hasn't it? <laughs> she said, I started doing it on my own horses. Another <laughs> horse owners came at my yard, asked me to do it on theirs, and it just stemmed from there. Now I can just pop them out. Oh. So they are coming out then. I'll put them in behind the, the helmet or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm I did some research about vets finding these beans, but it wasn't until I did it myself that I couldn't Stop believe the size the beans. of them. They can be gigantic. Um, she said most of my friends thought it was a bit of a joke at first, and they were a bit grossed out by it, but now they cannot believe how my business has taken off. Well, I want to go around to her house for beans on toast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh. Apparently it can be dangerous for the horse if left untreated. Oh well, someone's gonna do it. Well, they haven't got to, have they? Well, they have the horse, mate. Well, so we get Don't. infections. Yeah, it's nature. <laughs> what what do they do die? out in the wild then? Fucking rub it against the tree or something? I don't know. Maybe they swim through rivers and get washed off. I don't know. Well, there's no rivers. I, I just, I think she's, she's playing with fire. It's gonna go wrong one day. She's gonna get trampled. <laughs> or she's done. Or. Any more, any more new stories for now? Yeah. Should we um, give a brief outro for the live listeners? Oh, no, we'll just say goodbye. <laughs> right, so, um, well, thanks for listening to our uh, uh, our weird news at the start of the show. Uh, this episode will be out in a couple of weeks. Um, hope you listen. Thank you very much. I'll have a wave. Bye. 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 Right, so let us cut on with the main thrust of today. We're going to be a true crime. Jack the Ripper. First recognised modern serial killer yeah stalking the streets of London in Whitechapel 1888 well I wouldn't recognise him because I don't know who it was well no one does mate oh. <laughs> there's a hundred suspects and my bedroom has now been turned into Fucking a up. into a spider web of red string and photos <laughs> we're not going through all 100 are we no no I'll pick them up the sort of top 8 maybe oh, that's ok then but I'll tell you a bit about Whitechapel because it's the perfect breeding ground for something like this <coughs> at the time. Excuse me. Is that on the Monopoly board? Yes. <laughs> Second worst one, isn't it? I think it is. I think it's on the brown ones. Um, so Whitechapel in 1888 is the e is in the East End of London. It's made up of... Um, the East End is made up of Whitechapel itself, Wapping, Oldgate, Bethnal Green, Myland, Lyos, Bow, Bromley-by-Bow, Poplar... Shadwell and Stepney, that is the East End, and its population was 900,000. Shadwell? Shadwell. Oh, this is Shadwell. <laughs> but yes, I do. You got very excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 250,000 of those 900,000 lived in Whitechapel. It is like a fucking square mile. Mm. It's not a big place. 15,000 of them were classed as homeless. Disease, hunger, neglect, violence, and alcoholism. Oh, so what? Yeah, it's relevant, and um, one in four children are dead before the age of five. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that made me I'm not yeah. laughing at that. It's just, that's wonderfully pleased. But what you have to consider at this point, the sun's not setting on the British Empire. Britannia rolls the waves. It's the wealthiest city in the world. Not if you live in Whitechapel. Not if you live in Whitechapel. You ain't seen none of that. It's a bit like today, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Going back to it, yeah. yeah. I mean, some uh, a, a Jewish actor turned up looking for work in London, and he, the White Chapel had a massive immigrant population of predominantly Jews and, and Polish people. A lot of uh, anti-Semitism in White Chapel. Right. He basically t- couldn't believe it. He's like, "I'm in the richest city in the world, and this is just I, I, Moscow's better than this. Mm. New York's better than this. Yeah. And London was the first big city. There yeah. was nothing like it on the planet." Because, of course, the population had pretty much stayed, the world population stayed at a certain level, steady level all the way through. Industrial revolution comes, mm. population spikes. Of course, yeah. it spikes in Britain, because that's where the industrial revolution began. Mm. So, you have this mega, this mega city, London. Yeah. Mega city one. Yeah. Britsit. Yeah, I guess. I think it's been overtaken now by Mexico City. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but still considered one of the, the largest cities in the yeah, world. Yeah, still 20 million, isn't it? Yeah. It's a lot of people in one place. I've actually been to the top of the Shard, tallest building in London, mm-hmm. and it literally does go out as far as the eye can see. Well, you, you can't see the end of it from the centre. Yeah. I don't want to see the start of it either. I fucking hate London. Really? I'm not yeah. a big fan. No oh, offence like if there's any listeners who live there. You know, I don't mind a quick visit. Well, there's no such thing as a quick visit, is there? There's no easy fucking way in or out unless you're on a train, I guess. It's just always but too busy. It's too much for me. I don't like it. It's yeah. too big, too busy. I lived in Liverpool. That was bad enough. Yeah. I, I, um, I like visiting cities, but yeah. I also like leaving them. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't live there, but for a visit... I mean, I was there um, oh, a couple of months ago when we had old Camden Town. Yeah, I also got nice. ripped off on the street three times in the same evening trying to buy drugs on the street. <laughs> what would you expect? I was young and naive. Looking back <laughs> on it now, I'm laughing at my own foolishness and naivety. But yes, I was very lucky not to get my fucking head kicked in, actually. <laughs> or arrested. I uh, was taken down. One of them even went so far as there's people out there looking for fucking schlubs sh- like me. He even went as far, you know, he gave us a wrap and showed it us before we took the goods, you know, like a wrap of white powder, like, yeah, because we'd already been ripped off two times previously. What was it? When I got it back, it was paracetamol. What was it? And I snorted it anyway, <laughs> in defiance. <laughs> My friends were, oh, don't, don't do that. I was like, I'm fucking doing it. I don't want you to lie tonight. Did you think it was paracetamol? From the taste kind mm. of thing. Well, it's right. all tasted paracetamol. Mm. I hate it when you get one of them stuck in your throat. It can't get rid of taste for. Right, I'm, usually, I'm pretty good at swallowing. <laughs> <laughs> Tablets. <laughs> Didn't say a word. <laughs> Back to Jack the Ripper. Uh, so employment in Whitechapel at the time was intermittent at best. Men might find work in the docks, but this was a bit hit and miss. Mm. Basically, you rocked up at the gate. Yeah. First thing in the morning to wait for the foreman who would give out employment tickets. Okay. But there's only so many tickets, and there's a lot of men. Right. And basically, the guy who got those tickets is the one that punched, kicked and bit his way to the front of the queue to get it off. It was a mass brawl. Mm. Um, other than that, you've got sweatshops, you've got abattoirs, and you've got slaughterhouses and fisheries. Or the workhouse. Or, the or, workhouse. or if you're a lady, 
you a... If you're a lady, you can make ends meet another way. You can, um, Or a man. I guess, yeah. Yeah? yeah. Well, I, I bet there's more ladies. Probably. Because there's more filthy men who, who want to pay for it. Right, that, really... that black adder sketch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where he goes there. There's good money made down the docks. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't in good shape, though, were they, these ladies of the night? No. No, they weren't. They had, like, dysentery of the mouth. Missing I, teeth. I don't know if that's a thing. Body odour wasn't great. <laughs> I mean, it's... It, things white People didn't was, shave back then, did they? Was, that wasn't a Probably not. Thing, no. The Victorian it? times, everyone was kind of very hairy, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry. Um, White Chapel's <laughs> Pussfield boils and everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, and alcoholism is rife. Hence the gin bottle on the table. Gin is like a fucking penny a pint at this rate. Well, you'd need gin, wouldn't you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To stick it in a Pussfield pussy. It's probably bow-legged. <laughs> I hope you're not mocking the victims, Mike. <laughs> you're saying it was horrible. You probably had to pour gin on it first before yeah. you stuck it as a precautionary measure. Sterilise it. Yeah. yeah. Pour gin on it, it just sort of sizzles. <laughs> I imagine you're probably pouring gin on yourself as well, in all fairness. Afterwards, yeah. especially. <laughs> Go in there. Before and after. I don't like it. Of course I am. <laughs> Call me daddy. <laughs> oh dear. I mean, they're doing it outside as well, I remember. They're not inside doing this, selling themselves. There was brothels in Whitechapel, mm-hmm. but um, some Christian do-gooder went round and closed a lot, managed to get a lot of them shut oh, down, which actually put the women onto the streets yeah, in, a more dangerous, bridge. in a more dangerous environment. And yeah. I mean, they were doing it in the courtyards, in back alleys, people's back gardens. What's that called when it's outside? Cost more to in the back alley. What's that word? <laughs> that begins Dogging. With, with A. No, <laughs> when something's outside... Like when, you have, when you have a meal outside. When Al fresco. Al fresco, that's it. <laughs> yeah, they were just into a bit of... Never mind them kinky French and them Europeans. Just, just it was dogging the, at the time. It was the Victorian <laughs> Whitechapel hookers invented the uh, Al fresco. Mm. Well, Al yeah. fresco fun times. Apparently fun times and bum times. About Sorry. 1,200 prostitutes working in Whitechapel. And what was the population again? Uh, 250,000. That's not that many prostitutes. It is in a square mile. It's quite a lot. 1,200. As estimated, it's still a lot. That's on the streets. There were still brothels as well. Hidden away. Yeah. Unofficial hookers. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. 20 yards, isn't it? 1,200 <laughs> doesn't sound that well, much. Well, they just to be me. hanging around the bars and. You know, in the pubs, drinking pissed, and then they realised they wouldn't have enough money for a lodging. Drinking piss. Drinking gin, getting oh. pissed. Oh, sorry, I, <laughs> I was confusing the news story from earlier. <laughs> Not for that, me though. Drinking all that piss yeah. <laughs> that costs extra again as well. <laughs> <laughs> Seems very knowledgeable, Mike. <laughs> I, bet you could, I bet you could pay a whore to drink her piss though, if you wanted to. Probably. If you're that way inclined. Would she drink your dog's piss though? <laughs> probably mm, probably, probably cleaner than the horse piss. <laughs> <laughs> the hooker's piss. Sorry, she's not a horse. She's a. I, she was I somebody's think, dog. I think we'll um. There were sex workers. Oh yeah, that's the politically correct yeah. term, isn't it? Or well, ladies of the night. Yeah. Hose. <laughs> uh, so Whitechapel's mazes of roads, alleyways, and courtyards were lit by a single gas lamp each. So this isn't. You're thinking it's all being done by gaslight now. This place is mm. very poorly lit. Okay. You know, there's like one light on the street. It's foggy, it's smoky. Remember, all that industry's belching its smog out mm. into the streets. 
That's why London was called the Big Smoke, wasn't it? And to make matters worse, you had um, sheep and cattle were herded to the streets regularly, leaving excrement, and residents would also throw their own raw sewage into the streets. Wow, sounds so. Yeah. You know, people are like, oh, we should go back to the good old days um, <laughs> where yeah. people had values. Yeah, and you needed wellies because of the shit in the streets. Yeah. And some poor people used to search through that, looking for stuff. Oh. Any bits of coins or... Oh, man. Or yeah. bits of rope, linen. Oh, man. What's, what was it, their diet? Rag and bone. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck were people eating if they're well, shitting out rope well, and coins? Kids' nappies or something, you know, and... <laughs> All the animals would probably like, eat stuff and crap it out. <laughs> I just let myself die. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> took the waste out. So like, you know, chicken bones, things. People would collect that and sell it on. Yeah. Well, I could understand that. It's stuff. just the searching through the shit that I find. Well, yeah, but they, they had no well, choice. I find that to, to be over hopeful, to be honest. Well, I mean, what goodies are you gonna find? But peanut shells. Nobody had peanuts back then. Um, no, probably not. Um, no. Didn't yeah, go that far. Shit, with a waste they took away as well. Did they have sweet corns back then? Because you might. Find I don't think the people in White Chap are eating much fresh fruit and veg. To be fair. Oh man, imagine it, gin shits. Just <laughs> liquid, spicy. Oh, it's even, so you've got all that. You've got all that. All that shit in the streets yeah. and the smog and it's dark and everyone's drunk and violent. And toothless you know, hookers. And then give us a go at it, mate. <laughs> and then you've got the overcrowding. Yeah. You have twenty, two or three families in a single room, Shitting and they would, on each other. and then they would in turn, if things were really bad, mm. sublet a corner of that room, put a screen up, and someone would sublet the corner of the room to sleep in. Fuck, man. So it's even more overcrowded. Better than sleeping in the shitty street, though, isn't it? From the from the point of view of the one behind the screen, but from the family's point of view, that's not good, is it? Imagine the silhouette of him wanking away, <laughs> oh. and you go explain, little child. What's the man doing behind well, the screen? Well, I well, think they they probably know what he's doing because they probably seen mom and dad going at it. <laughs> oh god! There's no privacy when you've got fucking thirty people in a room, is there? <laughs> look at the fucking wall, son. <laughs> Everyone, look at the wall. What did I fucking tell you? Look at the fucking wall. Now, if you Whoa. were homeless, there were lodging houses you could okay. go to. You might you can get a bed which is more like a coffin, basically. Mm. That was four p a night. Lovely. Oh, Sleep in a, in a a slightly larger coffin. Um, Again, better than the shitty streets, though. And it's literally it's, shitty. It's got a roof over it. For tuppence, you can get a rope hammock. Mm. And for one penny, you can get a one penny sit up. And that is just a bench against a wall, and you all sit there, and you either lean back against the wall or lean on the person next to you, and you yeah, sit there for I've a seen night. pictures Fuck of those. It's insane, isn't it? That was shit. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just basically just to get out the cold. Bloody hell. Again, I would just let myself die. I'm not gonna die. We fucking shit this. <laughs> I'm just drown myself in the shit river that's flowing past my ankles. Of <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is desperate. Wow. That's fucking grimdark, isn't it? Yeah. All these people have been driven there. The government passing the Enclosure Act, taking the land off people to force them into towns because they need the labour. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Yup. It's always them, isn't it? 
Men at the it. top. And so it's all right if you're a bloke, you can go into the factories with women, you know. They, oh, women and kids did. They did, but if you're struggling to make ends meet, you're going to sell yourself on the side, and they'd literally do it for like three pence. Or a stale loaf of bread and a large, which I don't were alcoholics anyway, because everything was so shit, you might as well get drunk. And the prevalence of cheap gin. Imagine that though, if you go, if you buy two loaves of bread from the baker, he's like, what? Someone's getting their cock sacked today, are they? <laughs> no, no, I require two loaves of bread. <laughs> if you think I was fucking bored yesterday. <laughs> the bread's probably 50% sawdust. Well, Oof, yeah. Ain't gonna be quality bread, is it? I saw a news story today that said there's some counterfeit cigarettes in circulation in Britain that contain um, human feces, among other things. Lovely. Yeah, so don't buy any cheap fags. Not that we do anyway, but yeah. No. Just um, you know. Nah, I smoke tobacco. Yeah, so ladies are saying that Whitechapel offered a breeding ground for crime and questionable behaviour. The police are living so. around sort of 20, 30 years at this point as well. Mm. Um, there wasn't a lot of them in Whitechapel, they were quite undermanned because being sent to Whitechapel was considered a bit of a punishment if you'd fucked up somewhere else. Of course it was, think of all the mm. shit you're going to get in your shoes. Yeah. And the oh, fact they've been on the beater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quite interesting at the time, the police, they were kind of universally despised, isn't they? But even more so, they were seen as being snitches mm. back then. Oh. And blue, they were nicknamed Blue Lobsters. Because of the colour of their uniforms. How the fuck did the Victorian person know what a lobster was? I don't know, but redcoats, the army, were always referred to as lobsters. Oh. Maybe the red coat. I'm ignorant as fuck if we have lobsters off the coast of Britain. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I imagine so. I kind of thought so. Yeah. So. I don't know for certain. Blue lobsters, because. What? Why? Oh, soldiers in blue, effectively. Uh, some saying you used to. Ah, uh, right, you're a government tool. Yeah. You're just a blue one. Although the police weren't armed at this point, remember? They had a truncheon and a, and a flashlight and a whistle. And the handcuffs and all that, obviously, but yeah. A flashlight? Yeah, well, a gaslight. You're just blowing your whistle while someone's stabbing you. <laughs> <laughs> they actually, it was interesting, they had um, the collars of their uniform, high collars, uh, they were leather to stop them being garroted from behind. Oh, that's... Probably quite useful. And they, yeah. had, they had top hats made of beaver skin, which is like basically uh, offer the same protection as them sort of crappy, cody little police helmets they used to have years ago. Uh, but they got top hat instead. Beaver. Beaver um, skin. Yeah. Well, you know, I bet some of them were a bit tasty, though. You know, a bit handy with the stick. Oh, I would have thought so. I think you'd have to be, wouldn't you? <laughs> I bet half of them were bent. Oh, yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> 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 I, I assume you mean corrupt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought so. Yeah. I think you get away with it back then, though, couldn't you? I've told you before, being a crooked copper is literally one of my life dreams. <laughs> I would love to be a crooked copper. It takes it right to the top. You know, it'll all end in the... And I know what you're going to say. This is how all my fantasies end. But In a shootout. Eventually, I'll get too high. I'll be running too... Flying too close to the sun. Being too much of a gangster. And failing at my police duties. And Yeah, it'll end up in a shootout, but... Fuck it, it'll be fun though, won't it? Yeah, there'll be a speedboat involved, I'll tell you <laughs> that. Yeah, we're not fucking about taking over the biggest coke gangs in the country. <laughs> you just don't be half your fucking ass all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Another 24 hour shift. <laughs> Sleeps for the week. <coughs> wow, he's energetic. <laughs> Give that man a promotion. <laughs> 
It's my dream. Yeah. It's a good dream. Yeah, come on. Tell me you don't want to be one of those couples who doesn't have to wear a uniform. Oh, from the 70s especially. So I've well, got a moustache, I've got a perm. That's good, but I like the modern one. And I actually saw one in real life in Birmingham. And I was like, oh, I want your job. You're wearing street clothes, but you've got your stab vest on over the top. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? One of them top-end detectives who doesn't have to wear the uniform. Rules. Yeah, but they're still <laughs> a bit... They've got the tactical gear, but they're still mm. a bit, you know, they've got a nice beamer that they throw around corners, you know. I've put a nice long sort of overcoat as well, so they look a bit swish when they're doing it. Okay, yeah. You know, but you are going to take over gangs by force and lean on people. Yeah. yeah you'd have a shot with your trench coat, wouldn't you? Ooh. Oh, I'd always go for the classic pistol person if I was there. If, I, if it was in America and guns were in the equation, then fucking hell, I'd be tooled up like the punish, eh? <laughs> <laughs> You're watching that? I've seen the first two of ah, season that two. That bar fight's yeah. fucking awesome, oh, the first so one. Good. Spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> yeah Just whenever you, think he's, whenever you think he's down, yeah, he's yeah. right back up again. He's frank. Yeah. And yeah. the guy who plays him is fucking, mm. he is the punisher for me, John Bethnal. Yeah, he's awesome. Right. Sorry. Um, so we <laughs> so back to the prostitutes, I mean sex workers. Yes, um, of Whitechapel. Because of their hard drinking lifestyle, many of these women looked in their 40s despite being in their 20s. <laughs> they were often bloated, diseased, malnourished, and were missing or rotten teeth, and they were referred to as unfortunates. Oh, wow. uh, that was just a advertising card. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, um, I seem to be fucking you again. But, mm. uh, oh well. um, Think of your, <laughs> your whatever you want, bloated. <laughs> Bloated, toothless, malnutritioned hookers. Disease ridden yeah. hookers. How unfortunate. Very well. God, I love Whitechapel. <laughs> You'd be surprised, a lot of rich people did you to come over to slum it in Whitechapel. Come from the west to the east. Yeah, the west side dirty of London. Perverts. The west end is like, was uber posh, you know. Yeah, that was gaslighting and down the streets, everything was nicely lit, it was all paid, it was. Um, but these unfortunates owned only what they wore half the time. Uh, what carried to their pockets, their deeds would pay for room for the night, food, or cheap Victorian gin. Well, um, however, a lack of contraception meant that unorthodox abortions performed in dirty facilities, oh. including back streets, and this fed into the circle of disease, and many women would die from the infection from ill-performed surgeries. Oh, Lord. Didn't the barbers used to do it? Your barbers are taking uh, that off as well. Let's not go into too much detail. I'm too squeamish, but wow. Well, they used to do bloodletting. Oh, lovely. <laughs> used to think that that would help cure ailments because you're letting the well, bad blood drain from you well fuck i'm glad we've moved on <laughs> <laughs> yes so into this absolute shit cauldron yes strode a man whom history will come to know as jack the ripper mm. there was 11 separate murders of prostitutes um stretching from the 3rd of april 1888 to the 13th of April 1891 and were called the Whitechapel Murders, but only five can be directly linked to Jack the Ripper, they're known as the Canonical Five. Mm. Like the first one was uh, beaten up by three guys who tried to take her earnings and died later on. Okay. So, yeah, and different things like that. So, we, definitely these five are definitely Jack the Ripper, mm. or certainly some guy using the same modus operandi. Um, most experts will point to the deep throat slashes, abdominal, abdominal and genital mutilation, progressively worse facial mutilations and removal of internal organs as distinctive features of the Ripper's modus operandi. Oh dear. Yes. It's not very nice, is it? No. No. 
Sounds like Wolverine. <laughs> no. Victims of Wolverine. <laughs> Victims of Wolverine, maybe. That's what I mean. It sounds like they were had they by Wolverine. Yeah, so we'll go through the canonical five. First victim of Jack the Ripper was Marianne Nichols, age 43. See, last seen about 1100, uh, sorry, 2300 on the 30th of August, walking the Whitechapel Road. At uh, half past 12 the following morning, she left a pub in Spitalfields and an hour later was thrown out the lodging house on Thrall Street for not having 4p she needed for a bed. Um, Gosh. Her last, she sucked the owner off. Well, implying by her last recorded word that she would get the money for the bed with the help of her new bonnet, which she'd acquired. So she's going out on the street. Uh-huh. Look, thinking she looks particularly spiffy in her new bonnet. Uh-huh. Um, last seen standing on the corner, having told her friend that she'd earned three times the amount she needed for a bed, but had spent it on drink. Um, a carman found her body in front of a gated stable entrance in Books Row at 3.40am. Police were summoned. They didn't know whether she was drunk or not at first. Remember this pitch black and they just like, is she drunk? Mm. Is she dead? Then they'd the, bring a light, wouldn't you? Well, the guy turned up with a light and they found that her throat had been slit twice from left to right, stomach mutilated with one deep jagged wound, several incisions across the abdomen, three or four similar cuts on the right hand side. Now, was this common at the time, a lot of murders, or was it? Or was this like big news? It was like, oh my god, someone's been murdered, or was this like, fuck me, another murder? Whitechapel had a high crime rate. Mm. Apparently murders weren't that common. It was mm. mainly just sort of a lot of physical violence. I suppose they used to chuck the body in the river, didn't they? Well, yeah, that's another point. They just toss it in the river and no one ever know. Mm. We live by the river. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this sort of thing, you think is, what's your average crime? It's going to be a beating. Mugging. A mugging. Maybe a single stabbing. We're not going to tear on the body. I mean, he tried to take her head off. He, yeah. There was evidence he tried to cut through the spinal column. Well, that's what I, I was trying to ascertain. So, so this, uh, this kind of thing, no. You're not no. seeing this on your average day-to-day. Then we go to the 8th of September. Annie Chapman, who was 48, uh, found herself without money and went out to earn some on the street. Bloody hell, if he's in the 20s look at their 40s, 48, what does she look like? Yeah. The fucking... <laughs> the library ghost from <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> I'd let it suck me off. I'm just saying. For, for a <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, so, um, Anne Chapman was last seen by a witness, uh, Mrs. Elizabeth Long. She had seen Chapman talking to a man with a shabby, genteel appearance. So he looked a bit like a gentleman, but not as smart. Like me? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're wearing a, a deer stalker hat and a dark overcoat. I'll call you shabby genteel. Well, I'm a gentleman. Well, I've got long hair. So you know. Speaking about deer stalker, where was Sherlock Holmes this time? Why wasn't he on the case? <laughs> Maybe it was Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is how he got off steam when he was fucking. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Watson, that's what I think it was. <laughs> yeah, Sherlock knows I never it. trusted him. Did you? <laughs> Do you think think he was uh, framing homeless by going getting the classic deer stalker? (laughs) I think he was doing the murders in conjunction with Holmes. Right. And Holmes was purposely putting people off the trail. Right. I have to ask you the question. I'm pretty confident you know that you've been (laughs) taking the piss, but just for the listeners, and I know someone else who fell for that trick as well, (laughs) you do know Sherlock Holmes is made up, don't you? 
Is he? <laughs> no, genuinely, people think he's real. Really? Yeah. Well, there's a Sherlock Holmes museum, for fuck's sake. Uh, yeah, and... The, the, a... Genuinely, the fact from fiction on Holmes is mm. um, is blurred. Some people do think he existed. And if you go to Baker Street... Some people Street, think he flat, though. you go to Baker Street, is that where you live? Yeah, it's got there's a sign up at the door. There's a blue plaque. Yeah. Must be true. Just saying. <laughs> Didn't he fall off a waterfall? He did, fighting Moriarty. Yeah, so fuck him, he's dead. No, he came back. Oh, for fuck's sake. Who does he think he is? Fucking Superman. <laughs> Imagine he thinks he's... Well, who knows who he thought he was after he fell in that waterfall. She was found... Uh, Annie Chapman was found just before 6am. Um, her head had been turned aside and closed from the bone of the waist. Throat deeply slashed. Her head was barely attached by the end. Her abdomen was severely mutilated and her intestines were thrown over each of her shoulders. Oh, fuck. Also... Do your guts and low, do they wobble to and fro? Fucking hell. That's a horrific... Thrown over his shoulders. Presumably... Like braces. Well, to get them out the... He did that to get them out the way for what he did next. Oh, no. Where he so... He roughly removed her uh, uterus, her womb. Oh, man. And uh, did it so badly, took away some of the stomach lining and her belly button with it. What did he do with that when he got it home? Well, no one knows. That's the thing, but it was missing. Do it yourself, hysterectomy. <laughs> what, with the throat slash? <laughs> uh, I hope the throat slash was first in all Yes, he was. The throat slash in all cases was considered to be the first wound. Good, because he couldn't do his work with him thrashing around and... Well, and screaming. You know. Get the fuck off me! <laughs> you fucking cunt! <laughs> Just here to take your wound. <laughs> I'm trying to talk like Don't mind no, me. How do you talk if you've got absolutely no teeth? <laughs> you fuck for a fucking knife, Dad, you can. <laughs> you fucking knife, Dad, you can. Stop removing my womb. <laughs> oh, I fucking knew, Dad, you can. <laughs> That's my contribution. <laughs> That's why yeah. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's the best part of the show so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's that? <laughs> if anyone's got a granddad with no teeth, or a grandma, right, ask her to take her false, falsies out so she's got no teeth and then just mm. say, put that fucking knife down, you can't, <laughs> and see how it really sounds. <laughs> right, thank you, listener. It was mentioned by uh, Dr. Phillips that she'd been murdered to obtain the uterus on the basis that an American doctor had been going around a few London medical schools asking about buying some uteruses they had. What the oh. fuck? <laughs> yeah, genuinely. This American doctor had been going around offering 20, 20 pounds for a, a uterus because he obviously keep ah, all sorts of things, things like that. It's it was a thing at the time, Working wasn't it? hair, isn't it? Yeah, body snatching because of medical reasons. People wanted bodies to work on, didn't they? And yeah. you know, where'd you get bodies from? It's not the easiest thing. Well, if everyone dropping fucking dead left, right and centre. <laughs> And it's fairly easy because in these shit old times people were dying left, right, and centre. But this is a bit different. He's he's fucking he's harvesting. He's taking trophies. Yeah, or is just having his wicked way, practicing. Practicing what? Knows. Perhaps he's trying to build his ideal woman from bits. Yeah, that <laughs> weird science. A Franken sex worker. <laughs> Franken. Yeah. Ooh. Oh man, there's a fucking horror film in that somewhere, isn't there? <laughs> there is. Jack the Ripper's monster, where we find out who Jack is and what he's been building all this yeah. time. Yeah. And then it, it gets free, and then Jack 
kind of becomes the hero and he saves the people from the fucking monster. He's going around killing people the way he did. Yeah. yeah. Writes itself. Oh, <laughs> copyright yeah. us, listener. Yeah, copyright us. Don't steal our story. Franken Ripper. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> there you go. Boom. <laughs> yeah, we can make a low budget horror movie. I think we can. Just do a comic. Let's, let's start a Patreon. <laughs> Buy us a camera. <laughs> yeah, as we do it on our phones. And a Frankenstein mask. <laughs> <laughs> and a Jack the Ripper hat if there is such a thing. Traditionally, the top hat, isn't it? The one and, a, and a cape. You know the people who, who really get into this and uh, call themselves Ripperologists? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they They're worse than ufologists. <laughs> oh, ufologist sounds better than ripperologist. Yeah, it definitely does. Ripperologist, what do you do? Do big juicy farts? <laughs> oh, what a ripper! <laughs> the, I've been to the museum. It is effectively the the ripperologist wet dream, mm. especially the gift shop. What can you buy from there? A nice t-shirt. A t-shirt saying I'm a ripper, Jack, amateur ripperologist. Jack, Jack the like Ripper that. took my uterus. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing like that. Why uterus? Johnny <laughs> <laughs> <Try to> quit. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, Actually, I was talking to the woman behind the counter, and they're one of the people who ran it, and she said that um, one little interesting tidbit about these murders is that uh, a lot of the government files on them are still classified. Mm-hmm. They've not been released because. Mm-hmm. It was it's a deeper conspiracy, maybe. maybe. Somebody, it was a member of the royal family. No, I, just, I used to believe that, but all that research I've been doing is... Uh, You've got, got to rule him out, I'm afraid. Oh. oh, well. We have a bit of a break now. It takes a while. We come to the 30th of September, the last murder. Of, the Joy of Alley was on the 8th. So 22 days, there's been no incident. Mm-hmm. And then we get what's known as the double event. It's a two-in-one night. He was waiting till payday. <laughs> Gives up a new knife. Yeah, <laughs> new knife and a sharpening. <laughs> yeah. So he did two in one night. Mm. He's getting confident. Well, he we tried to stop and realised he couldn't. And but the thing with the two night, with um, the sec, the double event, is that um, Elizabeth Stride, who was uh, nicknamed Long Liz because she was five foot seven, so therefore oh. taller than most women in Whitechapel, who were probably all five foot three. Okay. Was found uh, one a.m. on Sunday, the thirtieth of September. And her throat had been slashed deeply from left to right. There was no mutilation. Nothing was taken. And it's thought that he's probably been disturbed. Yeah. He was about to go to town. Mm. And somewhat this guy came along. But if it wasn't, because there's no witnesses, no one's come forward, I bet it was like in a movie, a cat. A cat knocked a dustbin over. Oh, maybe. <coughs> I don't think they've got dustbins. They used to throw the shit in the street at this um, point. Oh, yeah, they did. Okay, a cat... A cat sneezes in the shit. <laughs> and it makes a noise. Oh, this bloke walks around the corner. Oh, do you know who it was that walked around the corner? Yeah, it's a guy called uh, Louis Demschultz. Oh, well, yeah. I'm wrong then. It wasn't a cat. <laughs> and a dustbin. Um, so then it was... Uh, what did he see then? Well, he just found the body. But oh. he, as it's night time and there's not a lot of noise... He's oh, he heard streets. him squelching. But he heard him squelching and thought, oh, fuck. Yeah, and ran off. Okay. Yeah. So he found a new victim. He did. Catherine Meadows, age forty-six. This time he wasn't disturbed at all, and was found. The body was found in Mitre Square. Uh, so it was only an hour later. Uh, ah, so he hadn't okay. finished what he mm. wanted to do the first one. Yeah. 
onto the second he didn't get the parts he needed. No. Either, well, either for his no. trophy cabinet or for his monster or for order from somebody else. Or for his um, memory. Well, yeah, trophy, that's, I mean, you know, I his, remember uh, that one I did in whatever square. Well, the, her head, she was playing with her head turned to the left-hand shoulder like all of them. Her throat was deeply cut again from left to right. The intestines are drawn up over the white shoulder. Her detail, it was smeared with faecal matter. Oh, um, a piece of about two feet had been cut away and put between the body and the left arm. Uh, the lobe and avricle of the right ear had been cut. And her disemboweling was a lot more jagged and erratic. Uh, he panicked because he'd been disturbed once. Yeah. He's frantic Her face had been mutilated, a triangular flap peeled from the skin of each cheek, the chips tips pointing towards the eyes. Cuts were also made. Tip cuts. in the eyes. Fucking hell. Cuts were made vertically over her eyelids. Lizard. A lizard man did yeah. this. <laughs> he did with his yeah. sharp claws. His um, barbed penis. <laughs> Well, yeah, that would disembowel you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. Maybe not with surgical precision. It oh, this was a really this. jaggy cut just straight oh. up. Oh, this one the, could have been a lizard. I've seen the autopsy it. photos. Oh. Crime scene photography was the first, this is the first time crime scene photography was properly used. Why would you want to see that? Because it just came out of the, like, the research. Yeah. I don't want to look at that. I'm glad you didn't send me that. It's on the pages. I'm way like, too squeamish. Oh, they've all been stitched up and everything. Oh, put back together. Yeah, but you could see where the, the line was for the mm. cut. It was like literally from. Well, that was nice of them to yeah. put them back. I thought they would just chucked them in a box or something. <laughs> Scraped them up and chucked <laughs> them in a box. Oh, uh, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, her kidney had been removed and taken, and also her uterus had been cut away and removed. Again, the doctors thought the killer had some kind of medical knowledge. A kidney was then sent to uh, George Lusk, who was head of the Whitechapel Vigilance Committee. Oh. Wasn't very vigilant, was he? No, they were the no. neighbourhood watch of the time they formed. I thought, we can't see fuck all because there's no street lights, so what use are we? <laughs> yeah. We just um, stood there in the dark going... Somebody oh. there! Asked. <laughs> <laughs> Is anybody out there doing anything they shouldn't be? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Do you want to put the PC on a second, Mike? Oh, we've uh, got a video. We've got, no, we've got a letter. Oh. The letter sent to um, the, this George Lusk. That's the one. Do, 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 do. So, scroll down for me, please. I'll read you what the letter said. This is where he names himself. Jack the Ripper. Yeah. This is and the left. The address is um, from Hell. Oh, that's why the film's called yeah. From Hell. Yeah. It's written. I still haven't watched it. Forgot to watch yeah, it. Either. Every day's a school day. Though. It's written in red ink. Oh, wow. Pretty metal. Yeah, it says, Dear boss, I keep on hearing the police have caught me, but they won't fix me just yet. I have laughed when they look so clever and talk about being on the right track. That joke about leather apron gave me real fits. I'll explain that they, the nickname for Jack the Ripper before Jack the Ripper was Leather Apron. Mm. Thing is, in Whitechapel, there's a lot of abattoirs, slaughterhouses, a lot of men walking around with bloody leather aprons on in mm. the middle of the night and carrying knives. Maybe he was, perfect disguise. That's mm. it. Hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Wolf in sheep clothing. Mm. He says, he carries on. I am down on whores and I won't quit ripping them till I do get buckled. Grand work the last job was. I gave the lady no time to squeal. How can they, how can they catch me now? I love my work and want to start again. 
You will soon hear of me with my funny little games. I've saved some of the proper red stuff in a ginger beer bottle over the last job to write with, but it went thick like glue and I can't use it. Red ink is fit enough, I hope. Ha ha. The next job I do, I shall clip the lady's ears off and send to the police officers just for jolly, wouldn't you? Keep this letter back till I do a bit more work, then give it out straight. My knife's no so nice and sharp, I want to get to work right away if I get a chance. Good luck. Yours truly, Jack the Ripper. Don't mind me giving the trade name. Wasn't good enough to post this before I got all the red ink off my hands. Curse it. No luck yet. They say I'm a doctor now. Ha ha. Clear the work of someone who's been demented. <laughs> you don't say. Man. Jack the Ripper. It's a cool fucking nickname though, isn't it? It's pretty badass. Yeah, everything was Jack at that time. Uh, Jack the Lad. Springdale Jack. Springdale Jack. Jack Tar was the nickname for sailors. Yeah. yeah. He's just an average bloke. Everybody that was a bit dodgy. Jack shit. Was, was Jack, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we call a quick piss break? I need to top me, top me glass up. Okay, don't murder a hooker on the way to the toilet. That's twenty million mics on his flat. How many hookers do you have in your flat, Mike? Uh, none now. I've already got them. <laughs> well, that's what he was doing when he was out there. Oh, yeah, he, he said was. he was cleaning up cat sick, but really, no, he just gave him a last poker body, yeah. sex worker body. Yeah. Ah well, everyone uh, needs a hobby. I suppose so. Right, so uh, yeah, that's the double event and the letter that was sent to um, to George Lusk, who was. Head of the Whitechapel Vigilance Committee. The police, as well, have received several letters, but these were hoaxes. Right. It's mainly because the um, you had the, uh, the, the start of the tabloid press around this time, mm. and they, you know, whipped up quite a stir. Because at the end of the day, yes, these these women are being killed horrifically, but there's a lot of people getting killed every day, right. in these environments, in these slums throughout London. Maybe not as gruesomely. And this is why oh, gruesome murder, like nowadays. Mm. Whips up a frenzy, doesn't it? They were called the Penny Dreadfuls, these, um, they're nicknamed. It's a the shit. Early old. tabloid press. because uh, that's so much they cost. People were starting to read more, the literacy was increasing, so people were starting to read stuff. Oh, a penny? Yeah, go on. These Lit things that left places, they make their way around town, you've got the tabloid press starting up. Literacy and herpes. Liter and syphilis. And syphilis, yeah. A murder. The uh, tip of the nose being cut off, I always find quite interesting. With it, because syphilis—that's what syphilis does. It rots mm. the tip of the nose and sends you insane. <laughs> yeah. And I always think that um, Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His nose went weird. He's a bit nuts. He, he was a bit nuts. <laughs> he he. a new documentary I heard him. That's like. Mm. He's like. I always think. Change. Uh, just gone off tangent slightly. Yeah. Do you think that Michael Jackson? has got this bit of a fucking, he can't be called a nonce. Whereas if you went to, if you went to the pub, went to the jukebox and put on Gary Glitter's Wanna Be In My Gang, you'd get beat up or oh, thrown yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But if you go in the pub with Thriller on, everyone like, okay. Thriller! Because it's one of them things where he's so beloved. He's got a golden ticket, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, he's so beloved, no one really wants to believe anything bad happened. And he settled out of court, so he was never... Never charged. Yeah, like Gary Glitter was charged, sentenced more than once. I think he fucking did it again and he got caught with pornography that he shouldn't have had the second time. Or was that the first time? Either way, fuck him. But I get your point, but the point is, 
he was never actually charged with anything, so people are just like, ah, they're willing to brush it under the carpet because the music's so good and they loved him so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas, I'm trying to think of a... And you've also got stuff like, a, I can't remember his name, like Macaulay Culkin. He was in the news recently, like, defending the shit out of him, wasn't he? Just like... All right. Uh, basically, like... Yeah, look, he didn't have a childhood, right? So he could see how famous I was as a kid and just wanted me to feel normal and just know that somebody else understood and we just hung out and had loads of fun and he made me feel normal. Totally defending the guy and saying he was fucking awesome. So, yeah, you know, and the other kid, didn't he end up killing himself? I don't know. Oh, it might be, I should say, alleged. I'm sure something weird happened well, after the case. Like, he was, he was pushed into saying... What he was saying, I is think. The parents were like weird with that, because they were yeah, like, yeah. like, oh, well, Michael Jackson abused our son, he stepped in the bed. Oh, mm. thank you, thanks for that $10 million. Yeah. And then they, they took the $10 million and they mm. sent his younger brother to go and yeah. stay with him, and you're like, well, mm. <laughs> what are you doing? Extorting money. Yeah. Yeah. They were just sort of the paycheck, didn't they? But yeah. in that case, why is Michael Jackson going, yeah, all right. Well, because he fucking loved hanging out with kids. Yeah, the fact that that family's just had $10 million off you. It smeared your name with the mud. Uh, well, maybe he didn't want it to affect his friendship. Oh, I don't know. Well, whatever. Either way. Hee <laughs> hee! Do you remember when he had them white kids? <laughs> he's dragged them off a balcony. Yeah. Well, they're still gone. They were white as white, weren't they? Well, you know. He wasn't originally. Yeah, but <laughs> DNA, when he, when he changed his skin colour with the power he did it. <laughs> changed his DNA. Maybe it yeah, affected his DNA and his little spunky men. Maybe it was just uh, a sperm donor. Because they were yeah, all, um, they were all uh, the, none of the women he actually slept with, was it? It was always allegedly, uh, they were IVF'd. Yeah, I've got no fucking idea. All I know is, do you know... Did he get married? Yeah, yeah Priscilla Presley. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then she realised that he was he was a bit of a weirdo and left him. She realised he was so mentally made her father seem normal, who used to watch behind a two-way mirror while other people shagged women because he found vaginas to be like they made him cringe and go weird. Is that true? That's what I heard. Wow. <laughs> Where did he, you hear that crap then? <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was at the Amish Museum. <laughs> I bet it wasn't in Graceland, was it? When I smoked crack, it wasn't in a den. <laughs> it was uh, in quite a nice house, actually. <laughs> when you smoked in someone's nice house, it's even worse. No, it's not. But you'd rather be in a stinking crack den. <laughs> you're ruining someone's house with the smell of crack. Oh, that's what matters. <laughs> you can open a window. Someone's worked hard for that house. It's a time decorating. You know, also like a little bit of crack. crack. Yeah, if you want to smoke crack, you've got to bare walls and wooden floor. Yeah. Just yeah. man as gas. He's, like, he's also only got a 50% chance of making it alive. <laughs> That's the risk you take when you smoke crack. You accept that risk. No, in a nice house, you've got 100%, 100% chance of living. Uh, crack then, you know, it drops radically. Yeah. Someone's worked hard for that nice house. You're smoking crack in the front room. Someone's worked hard for that crack then. <laughs> Who worked hard for that house was also smoking crack in it. Oh, so it was his house? Yes. Was it his, was it his, was his parents' house? No. Oh, he bought them. Oh, all right then. Okay, got them. That's up to him then. Personal choice. Mm. Uh, for the listener, that was all just a joke and I've never smoked crack. <laughs> there was this one time. <laughs> but anyway.
Was it in a crap down? Back to Jack the Ripper. No, it wasn't. It was in a nice house. That bit of the story was true. Uh. <laughs> Originally, the crap would have been in a crap den, but I wasn't the one who went to get it. Was it very Moorish? It was, yes. <laughs> you know, Look at that, your life turned out all right. There's hope yeah, for anybody. Because yeah. well, it was just a one, one-off thing. That's a key part of the story. It was just, oh, yeah, I'll try crack. But like... I didn't go back the next day, and then the day after that, and then the day after that, and then as my teeth start to slowly drop from my head, still keep going back, and as I end up sucking businessmen's cocks in fucking toilets just for a bit of money uh, to go and get another fix, I'm still like, yeah, more! I didn't do that, just once. Just once. And you've got the experience, you've so scratched that, that itch. Well, it was at that point, but... It, you know, you don't instantly get addicted, do you? It's well, not like you're a little two you go, fuck, I'll never be the same again. <laughs> once you go crack, you don't go back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not necessarily true. <laughs> so anyway, Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper, OK. Maybe when we were saying before the show, sometimes we regret some of the things we say when yeah. we listen back. That's going to be one of those bits <laughs> for me. Jack the Ripper. I'll make sure it goes in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you now, you've got a family. You guys make sh- shocking crack history revelation. <laughs> no, don't put it in the show notes. Back to Jack the Ripper! It was all thanks to my life coach that you are you are now. Oh, for fuck's sake, fuck off. Jack the Ripper. Oh, uh, get back into it, just pause it, sir. Let me be right side. Go back after I've had to go get Mikey's beer. <laughs> um, when they um, search the area around um, Cath Meadows, we found a bit of an interesting piece of graffiti on the wall and it said uh, the Jews are the men who will not be blamed for nothing. Ah. Double negative. It is. A lot of anti-Semitism in Whitechapel. The thing you knew was this Jack the Ripper was Jewish. That was a common consensus. A lot of anti-Semitism. A lot of anti-immigrant uh, feeling. So it should have been He's Jew a the Ripper. So, Jew the Ripper. <laughs> Interestingly, Jew was spelled J-U-W-E-S. Oh. What? J-U-W-E-S. Oh, well, spelling does change over time. There's also a bit of Masonic connection to that. It might be the fact that it's actually a double meaning. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, Masons, we got to our Mason episode, there's those two apprentices who killed their uh, killed oh, their master. yeah. They were Julia and Juliana or something like that, anyway. Mm-hmm. They had names like starting with Jew, any road. Right. I can't remember the top, the top of my head. And they murdered their master. That's a bit more of the tenants mm-hmm. of Masonry. So that's why the people think there's a Masonic connection to the river. I've already shown the prayer in the eyes. Yeah. Did you think he's a Jew? <laughs> um, Sorry. I, I, I I'm not going into suspects code. this week. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, so, okay, let me get this straight in my mind then. So because there's so much anti-Semitism, he's a Jewish person, he's going to kill some white prostitutes. Yes. Yeah. Just to scare you. Well, years before, a few years before this, there'd been a, a Jewish Excuse guy me. who had murdered a, an English East End woman by pouring nitric acid down her throat. Wowzers. That sounds harsh. Yeah, so obviously that, they're thinking, well, he's done that, look at that guy. Mm. He did that. Mm. Do you reckon it was like in Robocop when that guy gets thrown in the acid and then the car hits him and he just explodes into pieces? Did she go stumbling out into the street and like a horse and cart hit her and she just went <laughs> into liquid? She liquefied. Couldn't tell you. No, just you know, spitballing. Maybe. Possibly. It's a possibility. <laughs> it happened in Robocop. That's, a, that's all I know about acid, is if you fucking fall in some, your skin will go... Bleh. That's an awesome bit, though, isn't it? Come on. And you end up being the Joker. Mm. 
Sometimes, no, sometimes, yeah, it works. Depends. It can either be that or depends the, the mixes, do it? Yeah, which <laughs> type of acid, or it's the dangly skin, and you pop like a balloon when the car hits. You. <laughs> I'm hoping it's the Joker. Yeah, unless you're the one driving the car. That's such a good bit, man. <sighs> oh, film is good. I love it. Yeah, sorry, that was a tangent. Oh. It's been a RoboCup heavy weekend for me. So that's <laughs> All right, so um, the last of the canonical five is Mary Jane Kelly, who was 25. And um, she was discovered by uh, a shop assistant, Thomas Bowyer, who'd been sent to collect her rent. She was behind with her rent. She actually had a room. Mm-hmm. This wasn't out on the street. She'd taken him back to her room for this. So she was a high-class hooker. She just had made enough to get a room. She was 25, oh. I suppose. She was the better end, better scale of mm. the uh, East End prostitutes. She looked 45, but... Apparently she was quite attractive. Yeah. Um, but she hadn't always been a prostitute. This is more casual for her. Okay. Um, so he knocked the door and received no answer. He managed to push his hand through a, a broken pane of glass and turn the door. Mm-hmm. And, and then he put, sorry, he put, pulled the curtain across. He didn't turn the door. And the first thing he saw was described as two lumps of meat sitting on the bedside table. The second thing he saw sent him running back to his office. A bloody corpse mangled beyond recognition body parts strewn across the bread, bed. Her body nude and lay in the middle of the bed, head to the left, right arm partially disconnected, her legs spread wide. The whole surface of the abdomen and thighs have been removed, the abdominal cavity empty, the breast cut off, ar- um, arms mutilated by jagged cuts, her face hacked beyond all recognition of the features and the tissues of the neck were severed to the bone. Entrails and organs piled to the right of the body, a uterus, kidney and one breast placed under her head. The left lung was torn and her heart was missing. The lumps of meat Boya saw on the table, the first thing he saw, were the flaps of skin taken from the thighs and abdomen. The nose, cheeks, ears and eyebrows had all been partially removed and the lips sliced multiple times. He's gone full axe. He's, yes. <laughs> it basically, he had time, didn't he? Wasn't out on the street, wasn't it in the cold and the dark. Mm. He's got time to do what he wants in here. He's undisturbed. Sounds like a ninja went off, just, you know, went psycho with a knife. But I mean, they have <laughs> to identify Mary Kelly from her eyes and ears. That's how bad, how much of a mess he well, made. Did he do what he said he was going to do? and nose, Jack the Ripper took my toes, took my toes. <laughs> now, did he do what he said he was going to do? The no, the interesting thing about the clip in the ears was that yeah. was sent before the double event and he clipped the ears. Ah, uh, okay. So, so that's why they think that one is spot on. Or it was a copycat. Mike still likes the sound. <laughs> well... So, okay, so I've put more weight behind the letter now then. Uh, and it, it does sound like, I don't know, man, like an animal, like a bear attack, but then you just put that on, I'll make her a pillow of pieces before I leave. Well, I think, you, I think there's definitely some sort of insanity there, but he's a, he's a product killer, Jack the Ripper. I reckon well, it was Bigfoot. And I've got a couple <laughs> <laughs> I think... <laughs> I'm just trying to visualise... <laughs> Bigfoot in Edwardian clothing, Victorian clothes. He's got a black top hat, a big a back suit, white a cape, yeah. cane, yeah. and he's this big hairy Chewbacca face. And mm. he's like, just goes into the CSM prostitute and goes, <laughs> and they're like, 
But yeah. <laughs> if he's naked though, if he's well not naked, you know, just normal big foot without the clothes. You'd smell him coming. Because, not in, not in no, chappy, you wouldn't. Yeah, you would, because he's been walking through all that shit for so long. So it's everyone else. Encrusted. Yeah, but his fur. <laughs> oh, It'd be yeah. matted and encrusted up to his fucking thighs, like in weeks yeah. worth First of shit. First thing he'd see is his big dong swinging on. It's all glistening just... in the moonlight. That's <laughs> got, it's got beans on it. <laughs> Beads of dry <laughs> fucking Bigfoot spunk. Yeah. Oh, clean that off for your gander. <laughs> For half an eight, please. Fourpence. <laughs> <laughs> I love my chopper. <laughs> um, it's a possibility. It's a bit of an out there theory, but you know, what I'm sticking to. I, like I, like I do like the image of a Victorian gentleman Bigfoot. It's fantastic. What about if he was also Sherlock Holmes? And what if Sherlock Holmes was a Victorian Bigfoot? Well, well now you're just being sick. <laughs> no, what if he went around solving crimes? <laughs> well, people would notice. Oh, why, have you, why are you eight foot tall and have big sharp claws and a big gorilla face? You hey. don't really look very human, to be honest, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> No shit, Watson! <laughs> <laughs> Physical deformities were common in this time period. He's more likely to be in the circus as the fucking freak show. Maybe, maybe he escaped from one and his partner's the elephant Come man. Come and see the monkey in I a guess, suit. What about if Bigfoot and the elephant man are going around Victorian London solving crimes? Well, Stone out there. That's like a really shit low budget movie. That we need to make. No. Oh, you're the elephant man. I'll <laughs> be the elephant man. I'm the camera. I'm directing this one. I'm going to be Bigfoot. Though. Anyway, look, it's obviously not Bigfoot. <laughs> no, I mean, it could be Bigfoot doing the murders, but he's obviously not Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Um, I just know. In the multiverse somewhere he is, but anyway. It was someone Sherlock Holmes, Bigfoot B, though, in the multiverse, where everyone else is a Bigfoot. Oh, well, that's an entirely different proposition, isn't it? So, Planet of the Bigfoots, <laughs> but then we're focused in just on this detective yeah. and his mate. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be more interesting to find out how this Bigfoot society developed into you know, mega cities and. Well, we there's going to be all sorts of prequels to it, guys. Especially when. But the dialogue's the franchise, mate, it's the franchise. But the dialogue's going to be. <laughs> Subtitles will be fine. Oh, yeah, I'm not like, reading a film. Like a foreign film. We've, I've established before I was elected to lead, not to read. I don't read films. Not anymore. I'm not a student anymore. Yeah. Anyway. Mike, can we have the PC on a second, please? And I'll take you through a bit of psychology. Oh, fucking hell. So let's have a bit of psychoanalysis. Don't you psychoanalyse me, I'll psychoanalyse you, so help me God. <laughs> oh God, I don't, I, don't, I don't think any of us should be psychoanalysed. No, we shouldn't ever do that to the listener. Okay, come on then, psychoanalysis of Jack. Hold it a little bit, please. So what kind of killer was the Ripper? Serial killers are often classified as either psychopaths or sociopaths. While psychopaths suffer mental chronic disorders demonstrating violent social behaviour, sociopaths suffer from personality disorders with extreme behaviours and attitudes. Determining which of these disorders an individual actually has often decides their punishment should a crime be committed. Now in the case of Jack the Ripper, there's been much speculation regarding whether or not he was a psychopath or a sociopath. Was he afflicted with a mental illness that drove him towards his horrific violent outbursts, outbursts towards the prostitutes of 18th century London? Or 
was it an entirely different personality with an otherwise normal person in Whitechapel 1888? So, when it comes to the Jack the Ripper story, there are supporters on both sides of the fence regarding the question. So let's say the evidence of being a psychopath. With no way of knowing who he was, beyond speculation and guesswork, the reasons for the killer being a psychopath lie in his actions concerning his victims. Many people suggest the Ripper was a psychopath because he was smart enough to ensure no clues are left behind. He was never caught and was most certainly regarded as charming and gentlemanly in society. Psychopaths are meticulous in their planning, which is part of the reason they're harder to catch. They're likely to stick to their plans despite obstacles in their way. This was demonstrated by his carrying out of the second kill of his double event, despite almost being caught in the first murder of the evening. Mm. So if we go back, also I want to point something out. The uh, facial mutilation on uh, Catherine Eddowes. Now, the triangles, the slits down the eyelids, the uh, other little uh, triangles and she can carve and she can slash down the face. That's being done in pitch darkness. Mm. He's he's prepped, he's thought about that a lot. That's what he wants to do. He's got I think he's gone over that so many times in his head he can just do it in the dark. Is there a Victorian equivalent of you know the the torch on a on a strap that you put on your head? A head torch? Yeah, a head torch, there you go. No, they'd all been sort of gas lanterns. But could you not attach that to your forehead? No, because you, you stand there a bit. <laughs> and plus it's dangerous to have that in yeah. your face. I mean, I know yeah. it might singe. It'd be quite warm. Yeah, it might singe a little, but he could have. Mm. He might have put leather. Well, imagine it, if he, he might bumped into something and then you just head of his You make fire. an explosion. Yeah, that happened to Michael Jackson, yeah. earlier. No, but imagine it though. It, logically, hear me out. Mm. If he developed some sort of contraption attached to his head that contained a gas light, right? Yeah. That would make this precise <laughs> surgery a lot easier, wouldn't it, in the dark? It would, but also it would make you stand out a lot in the gloomy Whitechapel streets. I think people might notice yeah, a man looking slightly at the ordinary because he's got no, a gas lantern no, strapped to his head. He's lurking about when there's fucking nobody about. That's... Alright, maybe he, he doesn't, he doesn't light it till after he snuck up behind her and slit her throat, but there then he turns it on. There could have been a candle in the window. A candle in the window. <laughs> Alright, well look at this way. It was certainly low That's visibility. That's probably more plausible. <laughs> it, was, it was low visibility anyway. Mm. So I think he's, so like he the psychopath good. thing... Yeah. Isn't it I still think it's still even arty though, isn't it? With the pyramids and the eyes. Well, there is the Masonic thing, and I'll go into that next week and mm. we do part two, because that's what we're going through the... Um, Conspiracies and the suspects, or some of the suspects, the most likely suspects, let's say. Because I'm not going through a fucking hundred suspects. No, nobody wants that. Um, look, well, what's the evidence? That's the evidence yeah. for psychopath. psychopath. What's the evidence for sociopath? Sociopaths. So sociopaths usually end up the way they are due to traumatic events such as abuse in their early lives. Racism because he's a Jew. <laughs> well, from where? He was yeah. kicked around as a baby. <laughs> Who's to say? There are plenty of people who the Jack the Ripper was, in fact, a sociopath, in part because sociopaths tend to move around a lot, and this would explain why the killings were concentrated over a few months and then he was never heard of again. It also explains displaying his victims' bodies post-mutilation along with the way in which they were killed. The notion that Jack the Ripper dressed up as someone with money to attract his prostitute victims demonstrates sociopathic tendencies and a split personality disorder. Another sociopathic leaning is the fact that his modus operandi changed with the last kill. This not only demonstrated that he was an experienced criminal, but also capable of breaking, entering and stalking on top of murder and mutilation. Well, nah, you could still 
get your first home burglary right, couldn't you? Because you know what I mean? Because it's saying that he was obviously an experienced criminal on top of everything else. No, not necessarily. That, I think that's a leap. I think it's escalation for the last one. He's got the time. He can do what yeah. he wants. He's, he's, he's always he's confident. He's confident because he's done. He's killed four already. Yeah. And then you're thinking, well, is that one? Oh, I got, I've got time here. I'm not on the street. Mm. Someone might not find me. He's doing all this very quickly. Yeah. And if you're smart enough to know human anatomy, you're smart enough to figure out I could put my hand through that glass door and open it from the other side. Like it's not. I just think it's a bit of a leap for him to go. Oh, he's obviously an experienced criminal as well. It's oh, well, I don't know. He could have just flipped his lid. He just had one too many racist comment. Somebody pissed him off and off he went. I don't know, I'm just saying. Yeah. So the psychological profile of the FBI uh, was made public in 2011. Previously secret. What well, the FBI got to do with it? Dossier. Get, get your fucking nose out, this is Britain. I think they just do it as a training exercise more than anything, like a theo theoretical exercise. Get your own serial killers. Well, they got plenty. <laughs> I didn't vote Brexit so people from the FBI <laughs> could study our serial killers. I didn't vote Brexit. <laughs> this is also in 2011 and Brexit wasn't a possibility at that point. Please continue. The killer was likely to be smart, strong and, in, and liked to be in control. He killed quickly, made no sexual assaults and mutilated his victims post-mortem with no evidence to suggest torture before death. The changing of the MO on the last victim indicates he was deliberately trying to avoid being caught which could mean that police investigations were getting close. It also suggests that he was gaining confidence in his work. He most likely found pleasure in the degrading situations he left his victims in and enjoyed their vulnerability. It's probable that he lived nearby to clean up swiftly post-murder. The document also suggested he was a loner, possibly disfigured, and very likely to be unmarried. Elephant man. <laughs> <laughs> he was likely to be neat, orderly, and from an unstable background, writing letters to the police and taunting them suggests that he was proud of his work and that his victims were merely a consequence of his action, an action that he deemed justified. After looking through the evidence and psychological profile, the consensus is that Jack the Ripper was a sociopath... Psychopath? Psychopath, sorry. Got that wrong. Uh, that revelled in the notoriety of his own crimes. Mm. Well... I just think he's the reason he went to town on, on Mary Kay, the reason he did so much was because he had the time. Well, if the FBI could have got hold of him, they would have injected him full of LSD and thrown him off a fucking building, probably, wouldn't they? Yeah. Bless him. I oh, know that was the CIA. Shit. Got my, letter, <laughs> got my letter agencies mixed up. Oh, man. Um, well, I don't know. I don't have a theory yet until I've heard some of the uh, suggestions. But we're doing that next... next yeah, there's a lot to go through with that. So. What I take from this week is Whitechapel was a horrific, nightmarish vision of barely existing... You know, you'd be better off dead than to live there. And I think he did these women a favour. Wow. I'm not going with that. It's dark. That's grimdark. Some of the streets with rivers of shit. Yeah, life was terrible. And dead babies floating past you in the shit river. It was, but I'm sure if you'd have asked them, <laughs> they'd, have, uh, they'd have rather been alive. Uh, I think anyone would. No, not me. But anyway... Who am I? Just a mere podcaster on Just the Just a internet. mere white male. Oh, don't you start. Sick of That's white people calling other white people white. So stupid. Because I mean, it's a white guy. Oh. Don't make me say something, I'll refer. Back to Jack the Ripper. So there's, a, there's two kinds of killer, and I'll explain them briefly. Uh, there's a process killer, 
He's the one that likes to do it for the process of killing. These are your sadistic killers like Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker or the Toy Box Killer. Almost all torturers fall into this category. Either he has to have some kind of paraphernalia that makes it difficult for him. Yeah, sorry, paraphernalia. Paraphilia. Paraphilia, sorry. Yeah, paraphernalia is something completely different. <laughs> so he has some paraphilia that makes it difficult for him to have sexual release that is certain stimuli that leads to death. Sadism, strangulation, stabbing, whatever it may be, or the act of taking a life itself is what he craves. Always sexual in it at the end. Yeah. It was a base. Basest instinct. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so grateful that I'm happy with just, you know, my fist. <laughs> just normal mm. cock fist action. Do you know what I mean? None of this, like, oh, I need a stiletto heel pressed against my anus <laughs> with a knife to my throat. Or a plastic bag over get my head. Yeah, what are yeah. They just, I'm so grateful that... Just nothing weird happened to me yeah. in those early years where you get imprinted upon. That's where they think fetishes come from. Yeah. Something happens to you in youth and this experience imprints on you and then just escalates as you get older. So, yeah, these poor people. What are we talking about? Oh, yeah, because some people need to murder and kill and torture to get in off. order to get off, whereas yeah. I can simply uh, just type in big tits to X hamster <laughs> just 30 seconds later. Perfectly normal Pam Shandy. Stop looking at me like I kill prostitutes, Ben. I don't. Not anymore. Yes, those days are long gone. I've settled down now. I'm a family man. Clean the van out, have you? Yes, with bleach. Because it was dirty. It's a normal thing for person driver to do. Personally, I think you should burn the interior. Just burn the van. I've never killed anyone. That's the evidence that's left in there. No, it's all metal in the back. You just wash it down. Brillo pads for the really thick bits. Anyway. Burn the mattress, though. Oh, I burnt that a long time ago, yeah. <laughs> Did it have one last crescendo on it? No, no, it was on fire, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> no, before you burnt it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> one last one for good old times. Kept <laughs> <laughs> memory lane. What, wank or murder? <laughs> murder. Oh, no, no. <laughs> murder wank. I suppose I could have chucked her on the fire, but... <laughs> Well, it made sense. Anyway, just for the listener, if this is your first episode, that's a long-running joke just because I own a van and I'm not an actual prostitute killer. Yet. Allegedly. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, product... <laughs> <laughs> uh, product killers, on the other hand, are much rarer, and in the opinion of this blogger, interesting case. Product killers Ooh. kill in order to achieve some end result. They don't take pleasure in the killing itself, and in some cases wouldn't even do it if it weren't for needing the end product. In the case of Jeffrey Dahmer, this end product was a comatose sex slave that would never leave him. <laughs> that is true, he tried yeah, to make zombies. He did, yeah. yeah. Well, um, for Ed Gein, it was women's skin, for suits and his uh, reupholstery purposes. Uh, some Black Widow killers also fall into this category. They don't necessarily want to go through the process of strangling or poisoning their husband, they just went out the way. Uh, similar, similarly, angels of death don't necessarily enjoy the act of poisoning their victims. It's the martyr complex-like feeling they get when they've provided mercy. So yeah, mm -hmm. that's Jack the Ripper for this week. Any thoughts? Like I said, he did him a favour. Whitechapel sounds horrible. <laughs> it but was. You read the last last. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh obligatory. Serial <laughs> um, killing is wrong. Whether you're doing it because you like cutting up pretty girls with chainsaws or just you want some cool schools for your satanic altar. <laughs> Don't serial kill people. Uh, good to know. Yeah. 
I'll try and bear that in mind in future. If you want scores for Stanley Golda, go to the graveyard like the rest of us. Mm. Uh, some podcast I was listening to, they looked up, you can buy a human skeleton online, like an actual human skeleton, well, so I'm... you don't need to grave rub. I think they're expensive as fuck, but you can buy them. I've been toying with the idea of getting a, an anatomical one to put in my room. Oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> Why? That's a fun, a good talking piece. <laughs> it's going to put you off when you're uh, on the old X porn, isn't it? Let's look the other way. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, mate. Well, he's dead, he don't care, does he? <laughs> well, it's just a plastic one, it's not real. Uh, uh, well, you can get the real ones, can't you? You can, yeah, but I can't afford that. You could also get a nice clock. I think it's for... Uh, you just buy them off the internet. You can get them Can you? Yeah, you can get the real plastic. schools. No, the plastic ones. Yeah, I want about the real ones. Oh. They're, they're only for like... Specialist places. Yeah, like universities and things and learning. You can't just get it down there. Could we have caught it? Hey, mate, we're working in Guess five pints. Guess five pints. I've got some I've got some Spanish tobacco. A couple of DVDs, latest Hollywood movies. You interested in any fucking skulls, mate? Yeah, right. Human skull, you know. What kind of skull? How big is it? Child, child size. Any adult ones? Well, fuck it, I'm only small time. Sells child skulls in a pub. It was your idea. I was just bringing it to life. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't. I, I don't tell self. He's in the. Um, moving on. <laughs> uh, I got flustered. I really need a piss, gentlemen. Right, so we'll, that's, um, we'll get on some weird news, eh? Okay. <laughs> so yeah, and we're back, and we'll finish off with some weird news, and uh, never go full Alex. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. First one is uh, from the Mirror. Student phones in bomb hooks on parents' easy jet flight to stop them visiting him. <laughs> Legend. The 23-year-old student was arrested after he made a bomb threat against flight to uh, whatever that number is. I can fuck it. Uh, <laughs> Travelling from Lyon to Rennes in Rennes. Rennes, I think. Rennes in France. Well, that is extreme, but fair play. Yeah. It's gonna um, work. He made an anonymous phone call. Parents are travelling on board the aircraft and you don't want to see them. The aircraft was reportedly carrying 159 passengers, was forced to turn around shortly after takeoff. Uh, police later arrested the man who confessed to cheating, creating false news, compromising the safety of an aircraft in flight. Wow, just a phone call, mate. Mm. Yeah, well. It's weird calling it false news because it wasn't news because he didn't go online and say it, he rang up and told you yeah. personally. It's a strange choice of words. Maybe it's just translation, because this is French. French? That's not a word. French. <laughs> French. But yeah, that, that's extreme and rather silly, because I would imagine that in these sorts of cases where someone has threatened a bomb on an aeroplane, they've got fairly sophisticated technology to, as to work out where the uh, call came from. And if you're yeah. just some bum student, you're not like, some high-level terrorist organisation with encrypted calls and, you know, he's just a knob. He probably used his, like, the payphone right outside his house or something. <laughs> yeah. Or his home phone. phone. Probably used his mobile, yeah, the prick. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, I admire the levels he's prepared to go to mm -hmm. as to avoid his parents. 
and nobody got hurt, let's face it. But it, I'm not celebrating what he did. But oh, why did you just bring up and say, I don't want to see you? It's a bit of a, dick, it's a, bit of a dick move, isn't it? Yeah, but it's funny. It's funny, but it's a bit of a dick move. Yeah, I agree. Bomb hoaxes are bad. You yeah, they are bad. Time. Let's not uh, never call a bomb hoax. Nope. Next. Yeah. Not unless you really need to. <laughs> Uh, man undergoes $200,000 of plastic surgery to look like Jesus Christ. Well, no one knows what he looked like. No, we're going off a picture of what's his face, Borgia. So he, what the, 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 cor- the fucking correct headline should be, man undergoes £200,000 worth of plastic surgery to look like artist's interpretation of Jesus Christ. Yeah. The particular artist who has done whichever particular picture this fucker's trying to look like. What a pleb. Yeah, that is a picture of one of the Borgia family. Mm. Who were popes back in the day? Really? Yeah, from the medieval period. Yeah, that's one of the, the, the sons. Yeah, they, Jesus was a Palestinian Jew. Yeah, he looks a lot like the professional wrestler Seth Rollins. Yeah, I don't not him. He, the picture. The picture. No, I've got to tell you, I don't think this is real. It's on World News Daily. Oh man, I think it's uh, oh, entire website. Oh, we've been fake news. I've been fake news. I've been fake news. Fake news. Oh man, I saw an article this other day. Because to be Sorry. fair, I yeah, look, I think you might be right there, Mike. You didn't scroll down the very bottom. Yeah. I look a bit like Jesus, don't you think, boys, with the hair? No. No. What? I've got long hair. I look like Jesus. You look like the interpretation of Jesus. No, when it's me, it's different. I am. I do mm. look a lot like him. We're from the same sort of genetic stock, me and Jesus. You know, magical. Do some magic, then. I doesn't work like that, Ben. <laughs> All right. You know, like in the Force Awakens, where like. You know, the black guy, sorry, I forgot his name, Finn, he's like, we should use the force, and like, Han Solo's like, it, it doesn't, force doesn't work like that, magic doesn't work like that, I can't just do it. Oh, all... I'm like a magician, do do? I don't do fucking card tricks. Yes, at least have a live goat. Yeah. It's a sacrifice. Yeah, and a <laughs> knife, some cocaine. Oh, that kind of magic. Yeah, and a high-class hooker. <laughs> oh, it's a shame all this is fake, oh well, I'm, I'm done. Dispose of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The Daily Star. Humans to download their souls onto microchips so they can live forever. Nothing wrong with that. Go for you it. You want to live forever. Uh, Is that Oasis? Yeah. <laughs> In a robot body. Yeah. Well, I guess. Not forever, though. You want to live forever. Okay. I don't know. Uh, Richard Skellett, a founder of Digital Anthropologist and an expert for future of work, has warned of a future in which British workers have chips inserted underneath their skin. We've had enough of experts, Ben. In this <laughs> <country>. <laughs> the process has been trialled with company Biotech, fitting 150 implants in the UK. And Sweden-based firm Biohacks told the Sunday Telegraph that it is in discussions with several British companies about microchipping. David Icke was right. He's been talking about this mm. for fucking donkey's years. Yeah, Ashley that's Society. That's what he says, yeah. Yeah, and just destroy you, make you a, a ghost... Ghost in the Shell. Goddamn. Have you seen the f- the Scarlet Johansson have, version? No. I mean, I thought it was quite good. It was alright, wasn't it? I was pleasantly it surprised. The, it wasn't a patch on the on the original. No, but I was surprised with how close they actually yeah. stuck to it. It was a decent film, wasn't it? Yeah, I really I was expecting it. it to be quite shit. I, yeah, me too, because Leona said it was good, and I was like, I don't know, I love the cartoon, mm. Leona, and she'd never seen it. So I was like, oh, I love that fucking manga. Yeah. I haven't seen the cartoon. Lent, well, then I you might it, give it... 10 years ago, he still hasn't watched Five it. Five years ago. 
It's where no Ghost in the Shell anime, no Matrix, it's pre-Matrix. They even ripped off like the opening credits, like green digital numbers on a black yeah. background, like like coding. Yeah. They even ripped that off, like a lot of the themes in Ghost in the Shell. Anyway, give the Scarlett Johansson. If you've not seen the cartoon, you'll like it even more. So give that one a go. It's a good film, good sci-fi films, some yeah, good action. I'd watch that one first, then go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you watch the animation, that, you... Mm. You might not like the Scarlet Yeah, that's what I would say. But yeah, give it a go. It's good. Anyway, back to that was a a little tip. Mm-hmm. I was thinking we probably should have this discussion off air, but fuck it. We should have a little section where we uh, say what we've been if we've watched or read anything. You know what I mean? That we think's good. Yeah. Pick of the week, that sort of thing. Mine is if you go to X Hamster and type in <laughs> Ah <laughs> a joke. That was genuinely intrigued. <laughs> No, we're not going to do what <laughs> porn have we watched this week. <laughs> anyway, is that is there any more news? Oh no, is there more to this story? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we didn't read it. <laughs> we went off on a robot mm-hmm. tangent. Yeah. But as humans and machines become more in sync, it could open up to all sorts of possibilities, including being able to live forever. Live forever. Speaking to G-Star Online, Mr. Skeleton explained... There's a lot of talk at the moment about microchipping employees, and there's some companies that are actually doing that. I see benefits from it. It also opens up a whole roster of other things, like being reborn. Nah, it's giving up your freedom and your... Yeah. Fuck that. So they're implanted in the flesh, between the thumb and forefinger. Chips are to store medical data and other personal information. Between the thumb and forefinger. Why is Gaz's chip moving so rapidly? (laughs) (laughs) All the time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he could power windmills <laughs> get that man a windmill <laughs> uh, uh, Mrs Skiller added living forever might sound crazy at the moment because the technology isn't quite there but we already have the technology to clone the only thing is that something may be an exact replica in terms of DNA but it may be nothing like you because we are made up of both nature and nurture well, I would say that nature is doing learning. You're a product of everything you've experienced, your likes, your dislikes, and that's arguably your soul. Your soul is you. It's your beliefs. It's your values. Well. So if you stick that chip in the body and put it in another body, it's you. Mm, I guess, but they deal with this problem in the Robocop films, as discussed off air. Because uh, I've been reading the Frank Miller original scripts converted into comic books. And it is this idea of what is... What they've done to Robocop, he was dead, as far as he knew. Then they've gone and stuck him in this machine for their own benefit. They didn't ask him. He literally says in the script, my problem with all of this is they never asked me. I never had a say in it. Now I'm stuck in this. You know, are you a man if you've just been downloaded? But that is a question way beyond my philosophical capabilities. (laughs) To be perfectly honest, it would be cool to have a Robocop body, although Murphy doesn't seem to like it. No. Haunted by the... Oh, and I read in it too. This is pretty cool. Never thought about this. So all he is, is like the brain, the face, the spinal column. Yeah. But they kept his nerve endings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to like spread the electric or the info so he could feel pain, man. So even though he can take all that, all those bullets and missiles and shit, he's still feeling every time like, fuck. That seems just quite cool, really. It's pretty dark, isn't it? Poor old Robo. Should have shot him in the mouth. They talk about that in the comic quite a bit. 
Like, what happens if you get shot in the mouth? He said, I think I'll die. This little girl's asking him. But she turns out to be a robot, and there's a cool scene where he rips her head off. Wow. When he realises she's a robot. Um, but yeah, he's like, oh, I'd die if I got shot in the mouth, because it would go through the back of his brain, probably. Yeah. And... I don't think about that, Ben. Just point it out. No, he'll run forever. I'm sure he will. Yeah. Or until his face starts to rot. he goes rusty, yeah, and that might happen. He'll have to it? change his face at some point. Yeah, because if he's like 90 years old in human years... Unless they do something with his skin to preserve it. <laughs> <laughs> his brain has sort of slowed down as he got older, so he's only got a finite. You look like the lifespan as he would have. Shit, what if Robocop gets Alzheimer's? Exactly. He's just fucking shooting children off their bikes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 well, exactly. Yeah. Ah, well. Now, that's the sequel that I don't want to see <laughs> Robocop, the geriatric years. <laughs> Not cool. Mm. No. <laughs> anyway, back to the chips. Would you though? Would you? Do you think being microchipped for your fucking job is a massive invasion of your privacy? Yeah, so they know exactly when you're on and off premises, your exact location at do all times. Do you know what these people, uh, the government, did to the teachers in one state in America? Mm. They gave them all Fitbits. Fuck. So and if they didn't, them. if they didn't sort of do enough exercise during that week. And they'd be hauled into a tribunal to explain why. Fucking hell. Well, in a way, that's good, because you don't want to be taught by a fat fuck. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, well, that's obviously a massive invasion. Just like, a bit. You know, oh, fuck them. Oh, man. Did you see that fucking tweet? I don't know who tweeted it, some politician. He was like, you know, this government... We've never let people work for free before in this country. You know, and we need to never let it happen again. It's like, hmm... I think you're missing something out quite yeah. big in your history, aren't you? Where a lot of yeah. people were made to work for free <laughs> for a very long time. Yeah, post-Brexit, it will be again. Well, I'm going to be put on a ship and sent to America <laughs> to pick cotton. <laughs> Fuck me, Brexit's worse than I was planning. <laughs> will I ever see image. my family again? I've got this image of just people in wanking booths powering <laughs> windmills. <laughs> 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 oh, what a future. <laughs> You know, if you don't do enough fucking knuckle shuffles in a day, you don't get your food. Oh, man. It'd be wank you for Britain. <laughs> Pilot windmill. Stuck in a wank prison. That's, <laughs> that's most men's lives. It's <laughs> a self-imposed. Many people will be fucking flocking to them. <laughs> I don't know. Is it better to just, have, just be able to walk round in between wanks and do what you want? Rather than be in a prison. Yeah, but you starve, it's the only way you get food, power the mill, so you get a bit of corn. Oh, I'll you get a bit of name. stale bread at the end of the day. I'll kill the neighbours. What a grimdark dystopian future. <laughs> I'd rather that's be That's post Brexit. <laughs> wow. Mike's prediction for post-Brexit <laughs> wank prisons the, the, to generate The, the British male population stuck in wank prisons. Wow. Fuck me. Well, myself, <laughs> I guess. So what's the, uh, what's full Alex this week, Mike? <laughs> so microchipping bad? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be microchipping yeah, my job. What will happen to individuals when their body chip is hacked? Identifications Ooh. could be stolen without the individual even being aware it's happened. It could mean that you are cloned without even knowing it by a hacker. It could make you murder your wife. Yeah, it could do. Mm-hmm. Drink your dog's piss. <laughs> Give us your acne, though. You know the clone, then. He's got one with the acne. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's do fun, yeah. Alex. Were you trying to get crazy with this scene?
Don't you know I'm local? The name of the game is for Alex. So each week, Mike finds just a couple of lunatics to go up against uh, Saint Alex in a battle of uh, who's the more batshit insane. So um, because I think we've got. Oh, well, yes. yes you never. On. It's okay. What is it? To go half, Alex? Yeah. Even three quarters sometimes, but never, I repeat, never go full Alex Jones. No one wants that. No. It's not good for it's anyone. Not, no. So I believe there's a couple of returning show favourites. A couple of Titans. A couple of yeah. Titans. This is, Gaz, this is a, a three way for the heavyweight Titans. Okay, so Clash of the Titans. This is a WrestleMania level event. Yeah, it? it is. Let's do this then. Regular listeners will be thrilled. Yep. Who First have we got? Up, Jesse Lee Peterson. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the man has quite clearly had a stroke. Oh, my God. This guy is mentally challenged. I don't know if that's the politically correct term, but it's the one I fucking used. Um, no, yeah. Yes. A horrible, horrible individual. What's yeah. he saying? He's got horrible views. He's a hateful, part. shitty little man. Is what I genuinely is. think he's had a stroke. That's not even taking a piss. What have you done? Didn't Stallone have a stroke? Um, That's why he speaks like that. No, I was only going to use like a very small child. Well, let's yeah. say what happened to him. Yeah, but Stallone's not spouting this shit. I think it's affected his brain more than he's let on. This cunt fell down the stairs when he was small, honestly. No, 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 no. Fucking bellend. Anyway, let's see. Yeah. He's, you know, let's see if he can take the title. He's saying that unless white people take over, it's over for America. And we should point out for the listener, <laughs> Jesse Lee Peterson is a man of... He's black. He's an African American. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But don't we end up with a kind of parasitic relationship between any group entering in a society then? Because you have other groups living in white society, they tend to reproduce more, or the migrants of these groups tend to have higher birth rate. So we never really have a stable society because everyone wants to live among whites, but they're not able to reciprocate in terms of handling society, in terms of making a society the way you describe it. So there's a, there's an infinite drainage of the ability of white to live among other people, is yes. it? Yes, it is. That's why they need to close the back door and the front door in this country and in Europe and clean up the mess. And then if you decide you want to let people of color in again, maybe you can be real selective, like they did in the good old days about who you let in. But um, and, and another thing that we are doing too, we are encouraging white people to get married. Don't have babies out of wedlock. Don't abort your children. But white people need to get married and have a truckload of ch white children and teach them in the right way to go so they can help save America and Europe. Because it's not going to be saved by the people of color. It will be destroyed. And white people, for whatever reason, have been convinced that they need to have one child or two kids or not even any children put yeah. their career first the women are putting their career first, and as a result, they're going to end up being wiped out because they're not creating uh, other white children. They need to have a truckload of white babies so that they can take over where the older whites are leaving off. At, leaving off. 
Now, looking at the demographic situation of the U.S. and the voting pattern, it seems that what you call the children of the lie are on their way for a constant victory for the next decades and for any foreseeable future in the U.S. What do you recommend against this political reality? Uh, should there be separation? Should there be trying to educate them into, into adhering to right-wing views? What do we do? That's a very good question. Um... And you're right. When I saw the Democrats in this country take over the House again, I was stunned by that. I thought American voters had enough when they got Obama out of there. But because uh, millennials, young people, have been so demoralized and corrupt by the education system and others who are brainwashing them, uh, they are voting these people back in. And so what I suggest is, uh, what I tell the folks all the time is that White people, the good white folks are going to go to the moon or somewhere else, and they're going to create another country. And uh, so I'm saving up my money. So when white people build a spaceship and go out into the space and build another country, I'm going to go with them, and I'm going to be first to buy some of the land because I know the land going to go up really fast. But unless white people take over, it's over for America. And white folks, not all, but most are afraid. They're afraid to be called racist. They're afraid to be called, the men are afraid to be called sexism and all that crap. And so they allow, out of fear, they allow the children of the lie to take over. And I'm very concerned of what's going to happen. That's why I'm so grateful for President Trump, the great white hope, because he has put like a, a, a stop to the fast destruction that was on our way when Obama and other Democrats were in charge. Wow, there's so much to take in. He went to a real sort of roller coaster emotion there, did Jesse? Yeah. With ever changing his face. So we went from people of ethnic minority don't breeding white people. Then we went to white people who a rocket ship and go to space and start their own country. White people need to white, have, have, get married and have a ruck of kids. Mm. It's very assumptuous of him to think that the white people are going to let him on the yeah. rocket. <laughs> He's saving up all his money, guys. He's going to buy some land. Because it's, it's going to go up in price real fast. And then you go in the market. Excuse me? I just find it amazing that as an African-American, he's quite quickly forgotten like the slave trade and things like that. And now his, his forebears well, were... Racism never existed. We've well, said that was... I like the way he, he said He wanted that. to get all them black, didn't he? It was him, wasn't it? Yeah. He wanted to get a load of black kids from the inner city, take them on a truck, and make them pick cotton <laughs> on his plantation. He said that. And you're like, well, dude. Well, he said it'll make him a man, haven't you? That's it, because it makes you a man picking cotton. Well, strong start from the fucking lunatic. I mean, <laughs> it was okay. his usual race baiting shit. But, and then, but then he threw in the white people are going to build a spaceship. <laughs> and I want to go with them and buy some of that <laughs> land. Because I know that land's going to go quick. What does he think? We're going to fucking colonise the moon? Are we going to let the likes of you up there? My hey man, everybody needs a racist podcast to listen to. Did you know this man used to do the voice to Droopy D? Who's the chap he's talking to? Very, very happy. A very racist. Against my own case. Fuck this guy. Who's the guy you're talking to, Mike? Any idea? Well, no idea. A French racist. He sounds like a French racist. He's like, how do we get the kids to go for right-wing yeah. views? So the French racist is Could talking... French-Canadian. Or French... Well, say, say French. French accent, anyway. 
and he's having a the, chat to some French Canadian people. <laughs> yeah, French accent. Whatever. Someone with a French accent. Okay. Yeah. Is a French. He, he wants right wing views, so surely he wouldn't like Jesse Lee Peterson because he's black. So what are you speaking to him for? Because politics goes above yeah. racial. I don't know. Is Jesse Lee Peterson aiming to be Samuel L. Jackson in Django? No, because he can't <laughs> speak properly. In well, he's aiming for that kind of role. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. Uh, Uncle, what do they call it? No, I'm not going to say that. Uncle Tom. I didn't make that up, but you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it means um, a black man that's sort of on his own race and yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck him in every conceivable way. <laughs> on to the next one. Next up, Dave Dyronmike complains he can't say the N-word. Coach Dave. Oh, Still, I know his win record. Well, like he's physically incapable. Like the Lord stops him. <laughs> no, I think it's that it's um, politically incorrect. He's, he's oh. upset. Well, he's, uh, he should go and speak to Jesse Lee Pierce. It's all right. Very, very astute of him. Really? Okay. Yeah. Call it the N word. Have you ever heard anything more stupid than that? The N word. What is the N word? Well, the N word is where they call somebody nigger. Oh, no. Right? Or niggardly. Remember a guy got in trouble for being called niggardly? Jared, that'd be a good word. Let's go to Webster's. Yeah. Let's go to Webster's eighteen twenty-eight dictionary, Jared, and look up the word niggardly. 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 Niggardly means covetous or avaricious, sordidly, parsimonious. Boy, I gotta get out of that. Sorry. Extremely sparing of expense. Sparing, wary, costly, avoiding profusion. Niggardly basically means cheap. Okay? Somebody's niggardly, they're cheap. Now, Jared, look up nigger. Is nigger on there? Is, is, does Webster even have a word nigger? Wasn't even a word. Nigger. <sighs> niggard is what? Niggard is narrow. To ha haggle. To be sordidly parsimonious. I'm going to look that one up. Exhibit analogies similar to those of wretched, wreck, and hang. Oh, this fucking. A miser, a person meanly close and covetous. So a sort of wretch who saves but it's every not a real word. In 1821, it wasn't in the dictionary. That's a nigger. What a moron. That, Language fucking evolves and changes. Not for him, he's still stuck in the Bible. Right? Yeah, you see what they've done to us with words? Jared, do, by the way, do it again, Jared, 1828. Please look that up for me again. Nigger. N-I-G-G-E-R. No word. Wow. Wonder where that came. Because in 1822, there was slavery. And I wonder, huh? Damn family. Can I tell you something? I remember one time when I was in high school, I was, pretty, I was a pretty good athlete. I was a small guy. And I was reading an article in the paper. I was in high school. I was reading an article in the paper. I just scored a bunch of points in a basketball game. Oh, God. And, uh, of course. <laughs> the guy said something about diminutive Daubenmeyer. Blah, blah, blah. Does this. So diminutive Daubenmeyer uh, then took control of the game, something like that. So I, I'm in high school, right? Sophomore in high school. I said to my mom, Mom, what's that mean? Diminutive. And she said, um, small. You, you know what? I'd rather they call me a nigger. 
I didn't know myself a small. Why are they able to get away with that? Why can they call me small? The root to all his anger. Why can they call me And I can't say Nick. Oh, I can't say the N word. Oh, no. You know what they've done to us? Do you know what they've done to us? Wow. That was amazing, wasn't it? So essentially, because he was called small in the school paper report all those years ago, he's just let it all out in the open for us to see. Yeah. He's been this angry, bitter, hateful, yep. revengeful, rageful, jealous, twisted little prick ever since. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And that's why he hates people who are different from him or more successful than and him. He's saying, well, they called me small. Mm. So, so I, can, I can call him whatever I want. Because I was called small, yeah. I can racially abuse. And that word has so much more attached to it. And it, it didn't exist in 1821. What a cock. I'm really sorry, though. Could we? Yeah. yeah. Just for a sec. All right, so let's see if Alex can uh, snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. What's he going to say? It's a bit of a uh, compilation. Alex Jones repeatedly threatens people with violence. Not a violent person, but I'll tell you what. How about you slit your own throat or jam some ice picks in your own eyes? <laughs> how about you hang yourself tonight? Because if you want us to die, I say you need to die first. Well, somebody attacks you and breaks your nose and you punch them in their nose, rips off their face. I mean, I mean, the cartilage came out, nose is like hanging. It's just like victory. What happens, Walt Blitzer, when somebody pumps rounds into your little pumpkin head? I will volunteer when they get convicted. To kick that switch and hang their ass. In fact, I want to kill you. And you understand that I want to destroy you. That's a demon I will take down or I'll die trying. Mm, politically, you're going to get it. Or I'm going to die trying, bitch. Maybe I'll just break your jaw. Wow. It's kind of like a trick breaking somebody's jaw. It's almost like it's magic. You just got to punch full power, totally relax, punch around the side, just go, yeah. And then the jaw breaks most of the time. doesn't mean if you're some racist black guy trying to beat my head in with a club outside the shopping mall and I'm not going to beat the living hell out of you. I want to break your jaw off and grab it with my hands and rip the mandible off your hand. I want to bash your brains out. I want to bring you low. I'm your worst nightmare and you know it. Real good, real hard, real long. I'm ready for whatever you do to me. Pizzagate as it's called is a rabbit hole that is horrifying to go down. You have to go investigate it for yourself. You say it, and I find you on the street, I'm going to break your nose. You understand that? Because I've had enough of your crap. And George Will, you are a discredited fop. Put down your thesaurus, look in the mirror, realize you're a traitor, and do the right thing, and put a 357 magnet to your head and blow what's little left of your brains out all over yourself, okay? Schiff looks like the art type archetypal cocksucker. That'll beat your goddamn ass, you son of a bitch. I don't want to kill anybody. But I'm sick and tired of being pushed around. Let me tell you something. 60 years ago, he would be in front of a firing squad in about a month. Just walk up to Robert De Niro, because I know he acts tough in movies, and I break his nose. I don't need violence. I said I'm going to do that. But I walk right up, and I punch him up under the nose, and actually tear his nose completely off his face. I want to knock your teeth out. Al Bolton thinks he's a tough guy. I challenge him a million dollars to charity he wants. To get in the ring with me, bare knuckle. In fact, I'll challenge that host to a boxing match, bare knuckle. I'm offering one million dollars to Stelter to bare knuckles box me. <laughs> Stelter. Bare. 
just kill himself through his own fucking moronity. Moronity, that's not a word, but you know what I mean. Yeah. He'd probably stick his tongue in a live socket or something. God told him to. Oh, because God told him to. Yeah. Well, anyway. Or somebody just puts a bullet in his head, that'd be even better. Live on the internet. Not that I'm, enc I'm not encouraging violence. I'm just saying it would be cool. Yeah. Anyway, I'm fuck, all, that. fuck all the cunts in this competition. Yeah. <laughs> I can only see Lord Tom. What's his name? Tom Horn. Tom Horn come back. Lord Tommy Horn come back. He was first time winner. He was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, they deleted one of the sites of this. Right Wing Watch. Where I got all my uh, oh. videos from. This is the backup one. They deleted the main one. Oh no. YouTube did yeah. Fucking hell, even though it's a... Copyright issues or something. Uh, even though they said this on the internet, he's mm. just recording it and putting it in a place. Oh, well, we'll find, we'll, we'll find clips somewhere. Daily Motion, there are alternatives. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, do you want to... Um, yeah, so that's been it up, ben? Jack the Ripper part one. We'll be back next week with any sort of the conspiracies and the suspects, or some of the suspects. I ain't doing 100 suspects, trust me. <laughs> so I've been Ben. Uh, thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, and Twitter and Minds now and sorry what we're Minds aren't we oh that that new hip one that I don't know about the social how do you spell it M-I-N-D-S oh there you go Minds Minds well maybe young and hip go on Minds yeah YouTube ball. yes so uh, I've been Ben and uh, don't drink the flavour aid and don't join a call um, I'm going to be use my little section to say goodbye to be a complete whore and um plug a couple of things if that's okay of my own creation quickly before Ben turns my mic down um, <laughs> go on Amazon I've written a comic book called Space Force Intergalactic Fascists it's like £2 for the Kindle version like less than £5 for the beautiful paper version it's ridiculous childish shit but it's quite funny um, and I see they've ripped me off and they're making a fucking series starring um, the guy from uh Oh fuck! And I've seen this advertising. Guy from the American Office. Yeah, I yes. I've his name, but yeah, it's Four a comedy about bloke. space force. So yeah, uh, bastards with like a simpleton captain. <laughs> Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I yeah. was first. Anyway, check that out. Also on YouTube, I did like a few years back a feature length like audio book, audio play. Let's say ninety minutes long. Search for Mechafile, M E C H A P H I L E. You'll find it on YouTube. Check sure for mechanical paedophile. Uh, essentially, uh, no, there's no children machines involved. It's somebody who fucks, gets sexual gratification from machine, Mike. It's not like, it's not like if you check the, the, the production date of your toaster, you're like, oh, this one's a really young toaster. I'm going to fuck this one. Does he fuck a toaster? No, but uh, it, one of the characters may or may not have a sexual perversion for droids. I mean... Kids, it would be a horror film, wouldn't it? In real life, a big robot, robotic paedophile. <laughs> yeah, my my book, my audio play has none of those things in it, listener. Mike, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let me do the plug. Okay, it's a comedy. It's a sci-fi comedy with no kid fucking. <laughs> right? At all, it's called Mechaphile. That's somebody who gets sexual gratification from a machine. There's no children involved. Okay, check that fucking out and my comic book. Um, I'm going to plug one more thing now because of that. 
There's a podcast out there, an audio drama called Continuum Force, not written by me. Again, no fucking kid fucking <laughs> in it whatsoever. It's a sci-fi time travel thing, and in episode seven, I play a fucking posh bloke called Percy. Subscribe to that. Um, and what, what do I used to say? Oh, free Biff Tannen. Thanks for listening. You never mentioned Solar Warden. I think I'll put Oh, that. shit, Solar Warden. Our band Solar Warden. They're on YouTube. Search Solar Warden Interdimensional Penis. As featured on the very, very popular podcast, Tell Em Steve Dave, starring Q from the Impractical Jokers. They featured our song on there this week, on their most recent episode. It's great. If, you, if I do say so myself. So search for Solar Warden. Again, no kid fucking in the song. <laughs> Check it out. And that's all my plugs. Thank you. Do you want plug Mike? Not really, no. <laughs> well, Mike, you can plug. Mike's got like four or five tracks on the Solar Warden That's album, true, yeah. which will be out soon. I have none. Get right in. No, I'm, I'm the researcher. I do enough of that. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> Peace out. May the force be with you. Thank you very much. Good night.